welcome to episode 80 of Epic Briefs Podcast. This is Chris, and I have Claudia and Jamie. And today we're going to be talking about do 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 Batman. That's na 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 na. Twilight Zone. That's I don't know that one. Is that Twilight Zone? Is that Twilight Zone? We're going to be talking about things of the night and the truth. Things that go boom. We're going to boldly go where this podcast has never gone before. It never has, actually. I know, which is kind of funny. The very first alien. <gasps> Aliens? Yes, and not the kind that can be stopped by Donald Trump's wall. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, which means any of they? them, because, you know, they can hop on a plane. <laughs> right. Or No, but is it like... Somewhere else. <laughs> this is our very first alien episode. This this is, and this is one of... This is our very first non pop culture geek episode really yeah that's true i mean because we've talked about comics and movies but we've never talked and about TV shows and stuff yeah yeah we've so, talked about stuff that's dealt with some yeah. of these concepts but we've never actually talked about the concept and there there is a like a lot of good news right now as far as like comic book movies and stuff but we'll save that for later but this is all yeah, about aliens like, we so. wanna, yeah we want to have a little bit of fun with that which yeah. reminds me we didn't watch abduction on netflix abduction that's, oh right that's the, the one you told the me found about the footage alien thing oh, that we were watching yeah. that was kind of like Dang. that we wanted to watch it's still i don't know if it's still in there or not but we can check i'll it look out. for it but yeah but uh but anyway we're going to start off by talking about a new movie that has just been released on dvd and blu-ray and that movie is arrival Mm-hmm. We Amy won. Adams. Amy Adams. Yes, we watched this uh, last week, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit, and then we're getting into the hard stuff. Jamie watched it too, right, Jamie? Yeah, I watched it. Okay, she enjoyed it. <clears throat> it was really good. It yeah. was. Well, okay. How about we start off with talking about that movie and giving our general impressions and some maybe deep thought questions? Do you want to go first? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least she's honest. No. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so Arrival, um, as an overview, I enjoyed it. Um, it ha- it, ha- it gives you like a really, I want to say like a kind of like a, a real world look or a normal person look on an alien. It basically, not invasion, it's not a, yeah, it's not a. It's not like, like we're going to blow them out of the sky type of movie. You know right. I mean? It's a different twist. It's a it's more what, rational yeah, yeah like our so, first response isn't let's blow it out of the sky with nuclear weapons. Yeah. It's, holy crap, let's see if we can figure out what's going on. Right. It's more like how, uh, you know, people in real life or just everyday people like you and I and Jamie would like respond like, whoa, there's these weird like stone looking ships just kind of mm-hmm. hovering around whatever 12 parts of the world, I guess, you know, right? trying to, I mean, trying to figure out what they want. And it, they, you know, try to get the best experts and linguistics which is amy adams and trying to see if they could like make contact because you know of course they speak in a different language and they communicate differently so that was like a huge plus for me that it took that that approach to it i think that was really awesome and i can connect with that so that's really cool mm-hmm. um and the, this movie overall so we can kind of move ahead on jamie's opinion i thought it was good like if we had to give it a score like one through ten or whatever i'd maybe give it like an eight because i enjoyed it um okay. and i enjoyed that you got to see a lot. It, it wasn't like just kind of, I mean, using your imagination is really useful when, you, when you're watching a movie because it right. makes it a little bit better. Because to me, sometimes like what you don't see is scarier or sometimes more interesting. But they revealed the creatures in a good way or the aliens in a good way. And the, just the models of them were like really interesting. It's something I haven't seen before. So right. I thought that was really, really cool. And just the whole like language based 
like that's like the thing you know i'm not gonna like discuss it too much right now but overall enjoyable movie amy adams does a good job force whitaker is in there and his lazy eye makes a, Ooh, a the big cameo <laughs> <laughs> and hawkeye's in there hot, hot guy. guy yeah hot <laughs> guy's in there um but yeah overall good movie man i'd, I'd watch it again you guys should check it out too if you haven't seen it yet so yep yeah thumbs up for me all right claudius jamie I liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, I mean, I agree with a lot of what he said. I thought the language aspect was really cool, just seeing how they kind of figure that out. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, personally, <laughs> I'm like, how do you even figure out like right. what their language, like, where do you even start? You know, because it's just, and then I started thinking like, wait, how do we figure out each other's languages? <laughs> It does. Like, it makes you think. You know, like I'm like, man, like that had to take some work <laughs> way back when, you know. But like, it's just crazy how you can kind of connect the dots and figure things out. So I thought that was really interesting. But I thought it was really cool, and um, it you know it kept you interested for sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk too much until we all are oh, on no. the same page. That's fine. Yeah, we're kind of just kind of giving overall impressions. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought the storyline was very well done. Um, when you watch it, there are some things that happen that uh, kind of show up and are important later. Um, so it's really good foreshadowing. It's And like you said, it is a more realistic approach, I think, because while, yes, there were the military involvement and they, you know, quarantined the area and tried to protect it. And because it was over like 12 different countries, you got to see how different countries would possibly react i mean obviously it's an american movie so we're gonna get the best shining example but (laughs) but uh, it showed how like different people can view different things um the idea that they tried that they were actually trying to communicate first was uh, or that the you know that we as a human species try to communicate first instead of just shoot first ask questions later was really cool because i mean realistically it's still a foreign body over your airspace. So you have to do what's best in national defense, but they actually took it as a, okay, how do we maybe communicate with them? And it it did bring up the question when you're first watching it, you're like, how are they going to do this? Because the very first experience you have with them is a recording and it's like, and it's like literally what I think five seconds long. I think so. Yeah. Uh, And then she is, he, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character Weber, I think Mm -hmm. looks at her and says, okay, what does that mean? And she's like, she's like, uh, (laughs) was there more than one people talking? Like I need context. Yeah. And then it kind of did show, um, an interesting way that instead of trying to learn the actual words, they tried to do the visual representation of those words. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool because mm-hmm. the way they did it. Well, we can discuss that a little bit more. Oops. Sorry, sorry about that. Mike <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Mike fail. Um, but uh, overall, I think the acting was really good. Um, I the visual effects were amazing. Yeah. You get to see really the awesome. creatures, but you don't get to see the creatures, right. which I think yeah. you is get to see enough of them. Right. Yeah. That's where the alien horror monster movies tend to fail they either show you too little of the creature and you're like well it was a dark mess and i didn't see any details i don't know what it was or it's like painstaking oh my god here's the whole creature i can see that this is a puppet or i can see that this is whatever or or they reveal it like too soon yeah yeah where it's like yeah 20 minutes into the movie you're like seeing it right because that's what i loved about this movie is like 
it showed the creatures, named the creatures. Then she had a dream about the creature, so you saw an even clearer picture. Yeah. And then even later you find out she's not seeing the whole thing. Exactly. So yeah. they still slowly revealing these creatures throughout yeah. the entire movie, which was pretty cool. Like the the pace thing was really good um, in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like any movie like that, it starts off a bit a bit slower, but it 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 didn't really it wasn't slow because like as the movie starts, like the invasion was just happening. You yeah, know I, mean? I think yeah. it was like maybe ten minutes into it, yeah. and all of a sudden they're there, and like mm-hmm. it was really funny because like she's in class. Yeah, and. Well, I say invasion, are, there's like invasion, sorry. You know, yeah, um, there's like well, yeah. I mean, it <laughs> technically was an invasion. Oh, it just yeah. wasn't a military, like a hostile, like right. colonization or anything. Yeah, we should say, hey, here we are. Right. Um, but it was funny because like she's in class because she's a teacher and yeah, she's about to start ta- talking about Portuguese or whatever. Right. And like <laughs> there's like six <laughs> students in the class, which I'm guess based on her expression, you're assuming they're supposed to be like a full class or yeah. whatever. Which, but I mean, it's linguistic, so you. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, exactly. And, like, the phones are going off and IMs and stuff. And then, like, one of the students tell her to turn on the TV, and then she sees it. Right. it's like, so you go the entire first 15 minutes, she's just going through her day. Yeah. She's not aware of anything that's going on. Right. Even though, realistically, as an audience member, you can see things in the background going on. Right. That's like, you know, maybe you should be paying attention. Something's going on. Right, yeah. And, And the way they set up the timeline, like, they made it seem like she was living a lonely life, like she was missing something in the beginning. Right, because you know I mean? they, yeah. they show like part. They show her like before that happens. I think they show like her daughter, mm-hmm. and like they kind of fast forward through the daughter's life. Yeah, and you they see do. that she loses her daughter. Right, um, and so you see. So it kind of it sets up that this is a lonely woman who doesn't have anything but right. her work. Exactly. And then, and I'm guessing it was cancer. Unfortunately, I'm just guessing, but they did. It, it was like a, a rare disease. It was yeah, it was a rare disease. Exactly. I'm not sure it was cancer. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was a rare disease. It just like kind of looked like you know, I'm just like yeah, thinking. to us yeah. we look like you know, yeah. we, those were the the symptoms were similar yeah. to cancer. Right. Um, so before we keep going, on, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I give it like an eight and a half. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, so we're like on the same level. Kind possibly of. a nine, just depends. I'd have to go back and rewatch it, but right now yeah. I'm gonna say like an eight and a half. Yeah, it was um, really good. Actually. And it's up for eight Oscars. What? Wow. For different I things, yeah. Nice. So I was because Carlin made the comment about I don't see how it's up to eight Oscars oh, or whatever. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> I looked at it and I was looking, and it's like you know, best. It's not like up for picture of the year, I don't think. Okay. But it's like you know, visuals and best story and best adapted screenplay because this is based off of a short story that's literally, I think, sixty pages. Oh, really? Okay. And then they turn it into a two-hour-long movie. So yeah, it was cool. a. It was like two hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right at two, two. Yeah, right at two. I guess uh, shout out to Carlin. He watched it. He was not here on the he podcast. He is going to rant about <laughs> it in his new segment coming up. Which but he did say he took some notes, though. So we can yeah. maybe he'll like write about it this time. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I'd love to see his notes because I want to see what he thinks about it because I felt like he enjoyed it. And then yeah. he made that comment. I'm like, did he not enjoy it? We know so how I'd he like is. See. He was like throwing shade on things even right. he likes it. And I get that. I didn't get that there's some, there were some issues with the yeah movie. i mean with any movie yeah does. of course nothing is but perfect i don't think can't wait to see what his review is except suicide squad that was amazing i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> suicide squad speaking of alien vision so, oh. <laughs> but yeah um going off of that we have next oh water time it's from, the, from the leonardo uh, glass exactly did you choose leo on purpose yes okay i was asking i, I, I knew not that. to choose donatello oh yeah um <laughs> 
so okay, so I guess let's talk about the movie a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, do you think the the concept of using the language and the flat basically the flashcards to just kind of learn to communicate was feasible? I guess. I mean, I think so, because I mean it's kind of I don't know. I, I think with any human language that would make sense i don't know how about how that would work with aliens like how you'd study for your spanish test in in high school Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean you know yeah (laughs) because like you know we both everyone you know if you show water like you're gonna know what water is someone from another country is gonna know what water is Mm -hmm. so it's like you know you can figure out what their words mean and eventually build off of that but like for aliens are you going to know the same things? Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. do they know what that word means or that flashcard means? Right. Yeah, like depending on what their planet is like or. Right. You know, you know. so yeah. I mean, yeah, if you use basic things, I think yes, to an extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so, I thought it was interesting. So the question was if the flashcards were a good idea? Or do you think the, the way that they went about learning the language and that being the communication, because we're going to talk about a different form of communication breakdown when we get to another movie a little bit later. Yeah. But do you just think that like that would be an effective way of learning? Um, yeah, because like the way um, Amy Adams' character broke it down, I forgot her name in the movie, but um, she was saying, breaking up the question that they wanted to, why, like what's your purpose on earth or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, they don't, know what what means like Mm -hmm. what purpose even is so you have to break it down to the point where they can even you know have their own definition of what those words are and if that's the same thing as we understand it so i think that's probably the most straightforward way of approaching like you know dealing with with something that's like not on the same level or you know way above our level of understanding where they don't understand something so simple like what do you why you're here on earth you know what i mean yeah it's like um so, and especially the way that they write, where it's like a continuous sentence coming from both ends of, yeah, you know, that's crazy. really cool. Yeah, that was awesome the way they do that. And could you imagine like how much concentration and coordination that must take to just to finish the sentence in the middle as you're, as you're writing, that's insane, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But um, Which is really funny because like you think it's going to be complicated. Yeah. But if that's how you were raised, right. that would be perfectly simple and you'd be confused as to... Why do you go from here exactly. to here? Yeah. 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 So. It's, it's, it's like in some countries when books are written from, are read from uh, right to left. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, like like Japanese manga, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But um, you start from the back. Which is like a really simple comparison. But it's like they were literally the only comparison that we have on this planet. Yeah. Really. That's true. Yeah. That's, and, and, and going back to the question, just to answer, I think that's that was effective as the movie proved. And I think that would be effective because... I don't know, like, I, I always learn, I'm like a visual learner, so I think that, that that probably appealed to me a bit more, too, just having the, like you said, the flashcards so they can try to find a common ground. What, what do you think? Oh, no, I agree with it, because it's like, it's very much a, um, because basically, throughout all these shows, we have, or movies and things, we've seen two forms of communication and mm-hmm. first contact, and it's been mathematical, and it's been yeah. this one language, which this is 
to my knowledge, the first time that this has been tried. Like the language one, right? Yeah. It's always been math. It's always or been math. Yeah, yeah. So, because you know, everybody says math is a universal language. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was very interesting that they were they brought the linguist in and was trying to explain yeah. words. And she even said, because they were trying to rush her, like, hey, we need this, we need this, we need right. this now, 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 now. I can't yeah. sell this to the government to, mm-hmm. you know, stop them from attacking. Yeah, exactly. And she even says, you know, well, I can get them to learn the words earth this mm-hmm. you whatever she goes but then i have to teach them context i have to teach them exactly. grammar i have to teach them that what this the yeah. intention behind purpose or, right and she goes mm-hmm. and they even mentioned later on uh which i think is something else we're gonna talk about a little bit later but they talk about you know one word like jamie was talking about this may be water mm-hmm. but say like they said tool and weapon Right. That's there's been, yeah, yeah, there's like all this history point. of like the miscommunication between the two words. Right. Because to one, if you don't know the whole cultural significance of it, you don't know the backstory. So you don't know if they view this as only a weapon mm-hmm. or only a tool. Exactly. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Like, I think different cultures, like, I think even, and I, I, I may, I'm just thinking based on what I, this is my understanding, mm-hmm. like in Japan, like a sword yeah. was not only a weapon, but it was a tool. Right. Whereas, you know, Americans would see it as only a weapon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I like how they brought that up and they were talking about that. Uh, There's also a little funny story when she was talking about the word kangaroo. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, Still well, in my No, thumb. go for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, no, but... go ahead. You remember it better probably. Oh, I was just going to say that like they were, t- she's talking about the story and she talks about that and she talks about the story of like the, uh, when they go and colonize Australia and they're Mm -hmm. talking to the aboriginals and they're like trying to use that image word connection. And they're like taught looking at the kangaroo and they're like (laughs) trying to figure out what it is. And the aboriginals are like kangaroo. And then like later on, or she goes and we found out, you know, decades later or whatever that kangaroo means i don't know what you're talking about right yeah (laughs) so it's like we thought we understood but we didn't and then it was kind of funny because like after the uh, general took that he's like yeah i can sell that i can i can buy some more time he walks out and like jeremy renner's character's like i didn't know that she's like good because it's not true (laughs) so it's just kind of funny yeah add that but it makes a very valid point yeah you know language may be the easiest way to fully understand right but at the same time there's all those cultural differences. And and then that credits how intelligent her character is to make it up on the spot and to have it make that much sense. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. So, you had yeah. to come up with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess let's talk about the other. We're also, since we kind of, we're going to throw in Some Arrival other. compared to the other movies. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be talking about two other movies where First Contact has happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to talk about the movie Contact from 1996. It was 97, I believe. 6, 97. Yeah, 97. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Jody Foster. <laughs> and we're also going to talk about Independence Day. That was one of my favorites as a kid. Before we yeah. move on, <laughs> yeah. what did you guys think of their, their like ship thing? Just the way the ship was? Uh, I, I thought, and I said this during the movie, I, I thought it was like very ancient looking in a good way, but it was very futuristic at the same time. You know what I mean? Very right. classic, but still very like, uh, like way ahead of our technology. And and it might be it might be their older technology. Like who knows? You know. Well, and when we talk about this movie, um, she the whole plot is that, and she makes a comment that once you understand the language, it kind you can rewire your brain to understand things. Yeah. And she when she learns the language, 
there's a big plot point in this movie mm-hmm. that I'm not going to ruin because, you know, if you're going to watch it, you should. Yeah. But it very much plays with that idea. Yeah. Because there's a reason for them being here. Right, right. And while it's not explained heavily, mm-hmm. it still brings up uh, a nice connection to her and what happens in the storyline with her. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's definitely interesting. Um, and you're right. It's like, cause it basically looks like a big piece of stone. It does. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. how in the heck? Yeah. But they, it's able to fly. And then they also, and this is another part I liked is that the, in most alien movies, somehow they're able to survive in earth's atmosphere. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, even the, the only one that really caused an issue was, um, War of the Worlds. I was about to say that, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah. and I think the original storyline, that was brilliant of H.G. Wells to do. Yeah, that like, was awesome. Every, yeah. All of our technology is insufficient. Yeah. But they have no natural That's causes. like one you, we can maybe mention, though, but that's not really first contact, though, is it? War of the Worlds. Well, I mean... It kind of yeah, is. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. They, they invade Earth on that one. Um, it's as much as Independence Day, I yeah. guess. Is War of um, the Worlds when it coming from the underground? No. Which one is that one? Isn't there one where the eels are coming from underground and not from the sky? We'll, we can move on. Talk about I don't later. know. We'll have to look that one up later. I'm not sure about that yeah. one, but this is yeah, this is the one they come. The room, they come into the, yeah. Actually, <laughs> That's what I was thinking actually, of. that one is you know, yeah, yeah. Um, coming underwater from an alternate dimension. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, There's like a whole other episode about water. Yeah, and, we can. We yeah, can, deep sea stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about aliens all the time. And then like <laughs> the abyss, we got to talk about the oh, abyss. Oh right, yeah. I need to watch that. Again. There's a lot of good alien movies out mm-hmm. there. Um, what were we talking about? About oh. the technology in the space, oh. spaceship. And yeah, the and then like, um, it's that's I really like that because it was there are they are alien like completely like biologically yeah everything like right. there's nothing that really connects them but at the same right. time they are more human than a lot of other aliens yeah. Like they, they came care in. and they care about safety of people, you right? Because I mean? they, yeah. they even came in. They were like, "You can only do this for two hours because then it like starts becoming toxic to right. humans." So yeah, like, which is really weird. They were able to figure that out but, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I love the technology and like they go up and then like gravity like shifts. Yeah, so that's so cool. Dude. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That was that, awesome. That was cool. Yeah. So lots of and even even when you get into the spaceship, it still looks like nothing but stone. Exactly. Yeah. Except for the, like the the glass door between the two of them. Like it makes you think that's just like the entryway that they just show to strange species. They don't want you to see where they are really. You know like we're I mean? gonna let you in this far yeah. until we know we can trust you. Or exactly. Whatever. Or maybe they just do that because we're we're familiar with like, oh this is ancient house stone and looks in Egypt maybe, but it doesn't even look like that. They just like make it look like that because we're so used to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be that too, but who knows? But it was a really cool design of the spaceship. That was really awesome. Yeah. It's very different. It's not like where it's like they have this sleek steel and yeah. all the lights and you know like you right. just see aliens have I'm, yes. I'm, I'm sure there's something like that somewhere maybe but it was very like simple but still intriguing at the same time mm-hmm. yeah. it was elegant and awe-inspiring yeah so. yeah definitely and just the way they hovered it was vertical and not the way you expected yeah to you would expect it to fall yeah. over which which really when you think about it when they go in and they fall so almost like the aliens are sitting like this like yeah as opposed to like this, you know? Yeah, like they're kind of. It looks like they're vertical as opposed to hor- like the vertical and the horizontal 
lines are shifted. Like, yeah. But you'll you'll understand when you watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. The designs are the aliens are really cool. And you know that's like an exos an exoskeleton or something that they're really inside of those big what do they call them? Were they? they I mean, hepto- I, I thought they were. That was actually that them, was actually them. Okay, yeah, they just okay. called them heptapods there because of the number yeah. of like legs and stuff. They right. saw seven. Right. But like, like I said earlier, it's like you see that, and then yeah, as the movie releases, Jamie said earlier, um, it almost like is it their hand? Yeah, because it keeps going up, and you don't see where it really ends. Yeah, that's true. Or, that's a good. That's, so. a, that's a good uh, point. Actually, yeah, I, I was actually just going off of that article. You something about like what aliens will look like on different, yeah, you know, like depending on like where they live, where they come from, stuff like that. So right. I'm thinking maybe that's in, like exoskeleton, but you're probably right yeah. though. That'd be cool if that was them for real, for real. So they're just like candid about it, like this is what we look like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and we'll get to talk about aliens and designs yeah how they might seem a little bit (laughs) yeah um but the other form of communication that we're most familiar with from the movies is using math Mm -hmm. and it's kind of been understood that math is the universal language because and it makes sense because i suck at math yeah (laughs) because when you're watching contact um and this we can spoil this one. Oh, yeah. It's been out we've all seen yeah. it. It's been out. I, I put a two-year moratorium on yeah. <laughs> spoiling movies or games. Um, so, like, in this one, Jodie Foster's character is working at the SETI group, mm-hmm. and that's the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Yeah. Uh, and they're basically giant radio uh, telescopes. And they're just listening out for things. Yeah. And she, she loses her funding and then she's able to find private funding for a little while. And yeah. she's on like literally like the last little bit. They don't have very much time to find something before right. the, the funding runs out. Um, and so she starts hearing this repeating pattern. Yeah. And they're able to then find out that it's it's prime numbers and then it's like two through 101 with all the prime numbers. Right. Um, so it's just – I think it's just very interesting because – they then talk about it, and they're like, uh, when she first brings up she, what's going on, they're like, well, why why don't the aliens just talk to us in English? And she's like, because 70% of the world doesn't speak English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, but math is kind of there. Right. Um, and so it kind of moves on a little bit, and they discover this. Uh, basically, they discover that the radio broadcast that they receive is actually a broadcast of the 1936 forgive me if I'm wrong on that date, 1936 Olympics with Berlin. And it's Hitler opening the games. (laughs) Of all the people. (laughs) Right. And it's like, but it's, but I love it because it's historically accurate to my knowledge that like, that's the first radio broadcast that like would have gone out into space with any significance. Yeah. And so it's just funny because it's like, they are bouncing back that signal to us. And we knowing the history of everything that happened after that point, we're looking at it. We're like, Oh God, Hitler's the first thing that people are going to pick up. <laughs> and they associate with humans. Yeah. yeah. So it's just hilarious. And then they find out that like, there's another layer cause they see two different broadcasts. They see one that they think is just static. And then they see that. That's cool. The way they separate those channels. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome software. Cause I'm sitting there going, yeah. I don't know if any of that's true, how that would be done. Yeah. But it's like, that was awesome. Though. Cause it was like, you know how in, uh, in the Cleveland show when like they're looking at a YouTube video and, Cleveland's like enhance, enhance, oh, yeah. and like he's like that. We can't do that. Yeah, but then right. he didn't do it. Right, it's almost right. like they were doing that with this because it's like okay, reverse that image, sharpen it, right, zoom out, and then you. Re- that's when they realize it's you know yeah. Nazi Germany. I'm like, I don't know if that technology existed in the 70s or in the 90s. Yeah, but 
Let's give it to it. Because at first, like when I saw that, I was like, "Is that a swastika?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it makes yeah. you question it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. too. I was like, "What?" And, and then they zoomed out because I'm like, "Are they going to try to attack us?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, then they're, they're all making jokes about yeah. it because they're like, "Or I say jokes, but it's like they're making little comments like, also Hitler's the first." Yeah. Now what's going like to happen? Snarky like, little comments. Yeah. yeah. Like now we know when he comes back, or when the aliens come back, maybe they're going to be just like us and want exactly. racial purity or whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of funny, and then. They discover that the second signal is actually uh, not static, but it's like 60,000 pages of information. Yeah, that was insane. And they're able to break that in and and figure out what exactly it is. And then you see like a bunch of just pages, and it's just pages with numbers and shapes and symbols. And you're like, what the heck is this? And so they spend all this time looking at it, trying to figure out, trying to get the pages to match and all that. And then, of course, the the benefactor, who was played by the late John Hurt. I forgot he was in that movie. He was amazing as he the was. benefactor. Yeah, he he uh, kind of was creepy. Yeah, uh-huh. he had a creepy like, vibe, but a very like eccentric kind of yeah. vibe too, which I kind of liked that about which, him. But. Which I love because they play that to the end. Yeah, which they, is kind of funny. We'll talk about that. Yeah, that was cool. And, he, and there, he, she's like, and he's talking to her uh, to Arroway, which is Jodie Foster character, and she's like, I can't figure out how to do this. This to take mm-hmm. us years and years and years. But magically, he's like, yes, but you have to think like the uh, the Vegans do because like this comes out of the Vega star system. Yeah, and so like that's when he shows her that it's like 3D, like right. you take the three pages and bend it and everything. That's crazy, and it's like amazing. And talk about how he was doing research on her since she was a baby. That's creepy. that is creepy. He had <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't think he was researching her since she well, was a baby, right. but yeah, but like he had he, like she yeah. came up to like. He became interested in her, and so mm-hmm. he like researched her entire right. history, yeah. which is like creepy stalker. <laughs> and this was before Facebook. Yeah, it was before Facebook. <laughs> but the, he did have a baby picture. So he put some yeah, time and money into it. He was able to find that a birth certificate. Yeah, and he knew how her dad passed away. Everything. Yeah, mom he too. Yeah. And the mom. Yeah. So that was kind of creepy. But like then, like, at least he, he's thorough. I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so uh, like it should, he shows her how that, and then like they start seeing that there's basically. They able to see the primer, which is what they use to decode this. Right, the primer. That's right. And they uh, find out that the primer that they use to decode is math, and that it's like, um, sorry, that's okay. Well, I'm hitting that. I don't know. Oh, right. Um, and so they they show that the primer is like basic simple math equations, which they show on there, and it's like two plus three because they have two dots, a line, three dots, a line, four dots, a line, and then like two semicircles. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they discover that that means, you know, 2 plus 3 equals 4 equals false. Right. Because it doesn't show up. And then they show, like, two pl- the two dots and the three dots and the five dots and then a circle. And they discover that 2 plus 3 equals 5, which yeah. is equal true. And so, basically, on the true-false scale, they're able to then decode, which is amazing. But, again, it's historically backed because it's got all the code breaking from, like, World War II and all oh, the wars. Okay. Yeah, and they would uh, have those code breakers. Like, yeah. if you had the primer, you could break any code you wanted. Whoa, that's crazy. Um, which brings me back, and it just makes me flash back to like, I didn't do it, but I knew people in high school that had like secret codes. And like, <laughs> like, like A equals C or yeah. A equals J or whatever. And yeah. like, once you figured out what it was, you could like break it. Right, right. But like, it was so teachers couldn't read the notes and yeah. stuff. <laughs> But it's like, it's hilarious. Oh, high school. I know, but it's like, it's a basic, simple version of this. And now we have secret conversations on Facebook Messenger, so they don't need that anymore. Yeah, right? yeah no, you just you just archive that. Or yeah. You just 
take that offline and nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which a lot of us like on Google is like, take offline, but somebody else can bring it back online. Take offline. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Nothing uh, of their offline. Exactly. Uh, and so then they find out that it's blueprints and they try to figure out what it is. And of course, <laughs> <laughs> ding, gee. Sorry, okay. I, I, I think it's funny when Jamie tries to be quiet. She's like the loudest. I was trying really hard. No, it's, it's okay. okay. Sorry, next time I was giving like a signal. And I'll well, I think I still would have picked it up. Yeah, my oh. mic or something. <laughs> Stop using paper, guys, okay? Yeah. We're in the age of technology. Well, give me a laptop. Uh, I'm using the laptop. Then you'll hear me going. Use your iPad or something. Exactly. And then once they figure out what's going on, they see blueprints. And of course... This is how, this is how I love how the movies are similar but different. Yeah, like in Arrival, the military is there as a protective. We need to figure out what's going on, why they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, they're very cynical. Yeah, and they they're are. like because they're talking about what well, well, these are blueprints. What are they for? Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> and it's amazing because yeah. like her first thing is, and she's the first one to speak. She's like, maybe it's the first volume of. Galactic pretend or encyclopedia or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Like a little joke out of it, yeah. right? And then like the two military people are like, "Well, what if it's a weapon? What if it's a doomsday device? What if it's like?" And she's like, "Well, maybe it's transport." And, and he's like, "Yeah. What if we open it up and then all here comes the vegan army to attack us?" Yeah, exactly. Or what if it's like a our colonization code they're trying to show us? And then they have that fundamental conversation where it's like they ask the science and they ask Arroway, "Why does science always assume that?" A higher intelligence is going to be peaceful, right? And she's like, "Well, to them, it'd be it'd be like us going and shooting shooting microbes off an ant hill in Africa." Yeah, and then they respond back with, "Well, how guilty would we feel if we shot microbes off an ant hill in Africa?" Yeah, exactly. So it's that whole we have to believe that they're here to you know get you know they're here to help us because they're intelligent, they're higher, right? They'd be peaceful because you know to us we wouldn't we're not a threat to them, and yeah. then they're like. Yes, we're not a threat to them, which means they could take our world for our resources. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, mm. so it's just that fundamental breakdown of like who, and the, and they did that in Arrival because in Arrival, most of the nations they start off all sharing what they're discovering because they're all yeah. individually interacting right. with the aliens, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah, using different methods, mm-hmm. and so they're all working together. But then all of a sudden, the Chinese mm-hmm. and the Russians mm-hmm. go offline because they discover like. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go because they're out. They're uh, they figure out that the people are saying, and of course they're using Amy Adams' character's information to move their progression along. And yeah. they find out that these aliens are offering technology or have made something that's been interpreted as an offer of technology or weapons. Right. Right. And so the Russians and the Chinese are like, okay, we're doing this. And, you know, right. we got this is dangerous. So they shut everything down. And then that of course spins the rest of the world into a panic. Right. Of course. And the Americans are the only calm ones saying, no, 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 we don't need to keep sharing. Yeah. So it's just an interesting twist that like, that's how people would interact. Um, and I think that that would resolve or would actually be in the real world as well. I think so. Yeah. Like when you're watching it, you see everybody's going out and panicking, stealing stuff, trying. And I mean, hurricane, and I hate to say this, but like natural disasters, like hurricane Katrina, that's what happened. Like people were going in, looting stuff. I mean, some, I would say a fair amount of them were taking things that they needed, but right. Right. Some of them weren't. And that's exactly how I think humans would be. If aliens all of a sudden showed up, they'd be like, there'd be some that'd be like, Holy crap. 
I've got a stockpile for my family. Right. And there are other yeah. people that'd be like, well, they've already broken the window. Let me go steal that TV. Cause you know, <laughs> it reminds me of Frank during the, the storms. And all yeah. Of all yeah. yeah. I, love that. I just that watched that fun. episode. Oh, did she? Storm of the century or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, you need to go back to the bar. <laughs> no, we can't. Yeah. For the race. <laughs> For the good of the race, for the good of the race, yeah. for the good of the race, <laughs> trying to get that in there. Oh, damn. oh, but, um, yeah. So I mean, I love that. And then, speaking of how people would interact, they're in contact. There are, of course, and I hate to say this, they try to play the religious nut job faction up. In uh, in contact, in contact, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they try to use the whole, oh. Uh, can't, I remember his name. It's, I don't remember his name, but I remember his face. It's the guy, and I've seen him in other things. Like it's one of those faces that you see. It's not Gary Busey. Like, it's his brother, right? It's his son. Actually. Is it Jake Busey? Yeah, Jake. Jake okay. Busey, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's one of those faces. You're like, I've seen him before, but I can never. Yeah. I can never remember his name. But like they play him up as a religious extremist who's like talking about, uh, you know. <laughs> it's funny how like. Is that the blonde guy? Yeah, the long hair. It's funny how Gary Busey's features are like so strong in his family, though. Yes, like you can like Like I didn't know his name, but when when you see him, it's like oh my god, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That dude was creepy. He was creepy. Yep, he's just like Gary Busey. He's good, but he's creepy looking at all of his stuff. Like he's in Starship Troopers. Yeah, he's creepy on that too. Gary Busey's the guy that does the Amazon TV. I hate that commercial. Hates that commercial. Because because Gary Busey's in it. Just the way he says it. Makes my skin crawl. But no, <laughs> but that guy definitely, um, definitely used him as like, um, like you said, the crazy, overly Dude, religious guy. I didn't guy. think like, like I thought he was creepy, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know why they keep showing this guy. He's like weirding me out. Right, which is why when we were talking about it at dinner, I wanted to know exactly where you stopped. Yeah, And then like, I wasn't expecting him to be. Like that crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you if you haven't watched it yet, he basically once they build the machine, which they kind of determine it's probably a transport. Mm-hmm. They build the machine, and then uh, James is it James Busey? Jake. Uh, Jake. Jake yeah, Busey's character, yeah. um, who you've only seen like a couple of times, yeah, but you like but twice. you yeah, but they've zoomed in on his face, so you kind of yeah, it's like. They give him good enough time it's, on the camera that you're like, he's going to do something. Well, see, for me, it was just like, he just looks really creepy. Yeah. And he gives that vibe that, you know, you would think the overly religious, zealous cult kind of people would look yeah, like. That's so exactly it's like, what okay. It was, yeah. And then, like, when you see him later in the movie and he's at the spot, you're like, oh, crap, he's not up for any good. No, of course not. He just looks like a creeper. Exactly. Yeah, he looks straight into that camera with, like, he did. crazy eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, like like, how did nobody the see him heck? come through and right? be like, that's weird. But he winds up suicide bombing and, like, destroys the thing, which that was. I, and, like, kudos to her character. She was like, hey, there's a security breach. You, yeah. need to, you need to make sure that that's taken care of, you know? Yeah, she's like, like his image me in secretly. In my, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was, like, really cool. And then I like that explosion. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome. For, for the year, that was a good. That machine looked cool. Like it looked pretty impressive. Yeah. It looked like it worked. Yeah, it looked like it was physically there. Exactly for the time, yeah. it was awesome. And then when it blew up, it was like, holy crap! Maybe they saved money on the aliens and put it into the machine. Just <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. And then we, uh, so you're watching this movie and you're thinking, oh crap. Now it's all over. Yeah, you're like, okay, so how does she go? Or does she go because, at all? Or yeah, because like, this is yeah, because you're watching it. It's like this is a, and they said it was a 
third of a trillion dollars right multinational like group so you're yeah. sitting there putting this together and you're like holy crap you, when you start realizing this it's the, over 333 billion dollars yeah. you're like and this was like and again in the 90s and which would like be a lot more expensive you're sitting there going oh crap what's going on and then of course as any good movie does uh <laughs> john hurt's character comes back and gets in contact with uh is ellie her name yeah, yeah, Ellie, um, and you know uses the line which I love. It's like dealing because it's like dealing with the government. It's like, yeah, why build one? You can have two at twice the price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that is a perfectly example of how like the government works. And he's like, what's the what do you say? Want to take a ride? <laughs> yeah, I love him. He's so like, I, I guess eccentric. Like yeah, he said in that yeah. scene. Like, cause he's in he's in space. Yeah, he's in the near space station. Cancer, and it, the, right? and anti gravity kind of right. slows up yeah. to progression. I guess. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I guess I we did fail to mention one thing. Um, during this entire time, like he asked her to take a ride because she is one of ten candidates that mm-hmm. were selected to like possibly be the one person to go through this thing right um because you know they don't know if it's a way back they don't know what's going on they, right. they don't even know if anybody can survive this or even, yeah it, even if it's truly what it says it's and she was willing to give it all up she yeah like, I'll go. she had nothing going yeah. on she's like i was gonna do it i just realized we hadn't even mentioned matthew mcconaughey oh yeah <laughs> it's okay everything well, he's like all you right, know. All yeah right, all that's right. why i think it's funny yeah. Yeah. he's like so like whatever yeah. his his character is the traditional love interest that goes on in this Mm -hmm. and and it's actually the reason why she's not allowed or he doesn't necessarily because he gets put um, matthew mcconaughey's character is uh like a religious advisor Mm -hmm. in the uh government and the president's council or whatever and so uh he is of course in love with ellie because they met a long time ago and had a fling um, yeah, that was quick too. I was like, it Dude. was. Yeah. I was like, whoa, Ellie. No, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. We're all but, growing ups here. Yep. Uh, but uh, so he is on the board and he asks her the question, you know, does she believe in God? And whether, and it's one of those questions that is going to split people because some people are going to say, well, that's not a fair question. Some are going to say it is. Or, yeah. Um, I think it's a fair question because, again, the, with his stats of 95% of the world believe in something, mm-hmm. I kind of get where he's like someone who better represents the whole planet should be someone who, you know, fits most of the, I guess, stereotypes or whatever yeah. of the planet. Or demographics. Um, demographics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I understand your reasoning. I just well, think it's not he, my reasoning. No, it's his no, no. Reasoning. I mean that you agree with it. <laughs> yeah. I just think he was a dick because he didn't. That wasn't the real reason why he put her on the spot. Well, like he exposed her because he didn't want her to go for his own selfish reasons, which was stupid because he already knew the answer to that question. He didn't have to expose her. He did it for love. <laughs> he did it for love. That was a bunch of bull. Sometimes love has to take the uh, the better course, which actually I'm okay with because. Not only because of my own personal view of that question, but in terms of the story, mm-hmm. it was much more satisfying because who gets chosen to be the one that's supposed to be the first person and is actually on the 
platform that is destroyed. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad is, it wasn't her. Is yeah. Ellie's boss, <laughs> right. who just came in and took every single credit for every Jerk. single yeah. thing yeah. and like yeah. downplayed everything that she did. And he's the one that pulled the funding in the beginning. Yeah, and like, yeah, and he yeah. Even, he's like, I'm gonna step down from because he was originally on the right. advisory council too, and he stepped down so he could be the one to go. Yeah, like a candidate yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and so they oh, like, sure. yeah, they, they like to choose him, and then and so you're like, oh, this dick is he gonna really be yeah. the one that goes to visit the aliens for the first time and you don't expect what happens oh, to no, happen not at all so when it happens you're like holy crap but he kind of got his just desserts on that yeah exactly mm-hmm. um, it's so like you're confused about the machine is there another one and who's gonna go with that you know what I mean yeah, yeah and then when that happens you're like oh she still gets her chance right and you, you yeah. know she's gonna go which I I, you, I mean in your head you know that's gonna happen right, right. but when you're watching you're like <laughs> yeah. oh what's it gonna happen yeah but like yeah. say like you didn't see any previews didn't know anything about this movie and just right. watched it you'd be like what yeah what's gonna happen yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah like Jamie I mean you watched this movie I'm assuming you didn't or at least didn't remember having having ever seen a trailer no. for this. So like when you were watching it, is that kind of how you felt through yeah, the story? Yeah, I mean, I was like, "What? I'm really glad she wasn't on there." Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I was like, "Well, there's still a lot of movie left," so mm-hmm. I was like, "Something has to happen." Right. Because I remember like, uh, my parents watched it when we lived in Florida, but I was like too young to even appreciate it, so I didn't even right. know what was going on. But my mom didn't enjoy it as much because she's like action i want to see the creatures because this is when independence yeah. day rose right. out so she's expecting like something similar but my brother and my dad liked it so they Which, you know right. yeah. i will say i agree with your mom in that aspect because aliens were disappointing well good because we're about to get to that <laughs> oh point. yeah we're actually um, we're, we're at 45 already yeah yeah see, uh, we're about it. to get and then we had to really start talking some opinion questions yeah. but we're really about to get into that um so basically we find out that she does Get selected. She goes through the machine, mm-hmm. and there's an amazing like twenty five minute long going through the wormhole. journey. Yeah. Like, not 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 twenty. Yeah, <laughs> not twenty five minutes of going through the wormhole because that'd be like yeah. kind of boring. Be like, okay, let's yeah. get there. But it's funny because they're watching it, and you're just going through it, and it's really because when I'm watching it, she goes through the first one. Mm-hmm. Then she like stops. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it shoots her out. Yeah, she does. And stop. then it gets so I think it's like gets her to Vega because they even make a point earlier in the season or early in the episode or <laughs> early in the movie yeah. that if this is coming from <laughs> Vega, mm-hmm. there's no way they're advanced enough to do everything that this is supposed to be doing. Oh, okay. And so when you're watching it, she shoots out of the wormhole, is in space for a little while, and then goes into like a black hole. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, then it goes through, and then, you know, that's probably like a five-minute little, ah, going through everything, and she freaks out, and she stops, and then she's, like, looking at this giant spiral galaxy. And And then, like, when the compass floats away Stupid i'm like why are you why are you getting like, out of the yeah. chair but it's a good thing she did get out of the chair because we saw what happened yeah. in the chair i was just yeah. about to say you know how they were because when you watch the the movie and they show you the schematics mm-hmm. there's no harness okay and they're like well maybe you know they're like we do, we're putting this in here for safety yeah basically they're showing you the people who sent this to her mm-hmm. knew what they were talking about they're like don't you don't need a harness because oh, right. it would right. yeah. it could have seriously injured that her is true if yeah. she had, if she'd been in the harness yeah especially with, like the shaking yeah, like she, she yeah. could have shaking baby syndrome going on brain <laughs> or something yeah bruised because it was it was shaking like really like really fast and really rapidly yeah. so yeah 
and then so, like smash into the ceiling. I love. Yeah, <laughs> she gets out and then like sees this Marvel Milky Way ga- uh, galaxy thing, and like funny because like I had seen Family Guy first. Oh, before you saw and that. And the movie. episode where um, the apocalypse happens and they come across and they come over the hill and they see um, the Twinkie factory in Natick. Oh, yeah, that's season two or something. <laughs> yeah, it's right? like yeah. yeah, it's either one or two. Yeah, yeah. And they're in Peter's like. There's no words. Should have sent a poet. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there watching, and you're like, if, if this is what you're watching first, you're like, okay, Peter, okay, it's beautiful, I guess. Yeah. It's a, and then you're going to survive. Yay. But then when you watch this movie and you see what she does, she, that's the quote. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, it makes more sense yeah. than referencing something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then, like, the only thing they stop, they don't go, because she goes, it's beautiful. Right. Like, seven or eight times and i'm like we get it it's beautiful the part that creeped me out well not creeped me out but kind of like had me when me and chris are talking about it talk about the face the face thing oh no well yeah you it's and i was telling jamie about this too i was like yeah. this movie does not hold up well in terms of some of the cgi <laughs> yeah it does are you talking about her face her face like yeah. it looks <laughs> it looks it like it was weird it's almost like she's got like an alien underneath her and like moving her yeah, face. But, well, like, but that's when the little kid side of her came through. Yes. Yeah, I, and then I her voice like, got a bit higher. I was like, are they showing her younger that. self? It's like she was like little kid yeah. and adult version of her yeah. in the same I didn't moment. Catch that. so that's I what I saw. That I was like, wait, is she about to transform into her like kid self? And, and then I don't know if that was like literal, if it was happening, or if that was just them trying to like represent like she feels like a little kid again like she's yeah you know this is like breathtaking to her for someone who doesn't have any faith in anything I, but science she's like whoa like you know what yeah. I mean? like that you know wide eyes if, that, if that's what they were going tailed. for was to show you it's her wild eyes yeah child that's, that's what i got but i don't know if that's what I, you, no don't do that visually <laughs> that we she get it <laughs> I mean, like, we get it, like, when she's like, it's beautiful. Yeah. You should have sent a poet. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, her wild, and her eyes are huge. And yeah. so you, like, you get that wide-eyed innocence. Yeah. Don't CGI her child face on there, because that's just creepy. Because <laughs> it was her and Jenna Malone, like, yeah. combined for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, wait, is that Jenna Malone? <laughs> even, even Jenna Malone's voice comes through just a little bit. Because, like, her voice goes up just a little bit. I don't yeah, want to go back and watch yeah, that. Yeah, that was just creepy. Yeah. Like, I was just watching it. I was, like, seeing, like, her face, like, yeah. move, like, <laughs> different times. And I'm like, weird. are they trying to, like, G-forces are, like, making? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I get it. But I'm not going to go back and watch that Yeah, scene. check it out. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting scene. How they do I don't even think about that being what you guys were talking about yeah. for some reason. <laughs> like... I don't know. I was like, did I just imagine that? No, it <laughs> no, was there. That's what it was. Because <laughs> I saw it too. So. Right. That's <laughs> and then, uh, so after that, she goes, continues through like another wormhole for a little while and then land, crash lands and kind of, it's really weird. In like Pensacola. she's, <laughs> it, it's really weird because like she's yeah. not in her spaceship anymore. It's like she's been phased through it. Yeah, that's and true. she, you can tell this is, back in the 90s because like she's obviously laying down right yeah, and they cgi so her into things yeah it's like i'm when like you're... why is she landing like this? <laughs> yeah. like in the 90s you wouldn't catch that because there's like no other way of doing it yeah. but like now it's like there could have been a way to do that see i just thought that she was like she landed and the gravity kind of helped her to land in a way where she didn't hurt herself you know what i mean i'm not i, I had no that. idea what was going on <laughs> you know like, that was a little bit questionable funny? with jamie jamie never makes up any logical <laughs> thing in her head 
as to why something is the way it is if they don't tell you in the movie. She's right. like, that's stupid. I'm like, you have to like imagine this is probably what probably I happened. Have no like, she doesn't do that at all. I'm like, how do you know that? I had noticed that, but like, oh my god, dude. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> she was funny. So anyway, so she lands in that awkward position on yeah. the beach. And then, of course, she wakes up and we realize it's not a beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it it's like she's almost in like a, a force field like yeah. bubble. Yeah. Because like she can only go stuff. like a couple yeah. of feet. Like everything like, she touches kind of like vibrates. Yeah. yeah. But she like can't water. go very far. Yeah. Right. So I was right. in there going, that's a little weird. And then, of <laughs> yeah. course, we see this smoky object come walking towards her. And she it's was brave at that point. I'd have been freaking out. She stood there. <laughs> she just, yeah, she's like sitting there watching it. Yeah. And like, and then, that's the scientist in her. Yeah, the curiosity yeah, probably. Yeah. And then like it freaks, like it solidifies into her dad, which that would freak me out even more. It'd be right. like, um, yeah. you've been dead. Yeah. Am I in heaven? What, <laughs> was I wrong the entire yeah. time? Because she's she like. She doesn't believe in heaven. Exactly. So, <laughs> see, I mean, but, that would be like see, a perfect. Be like, that's oh. what I thought. I thought, I was like, okay, are they searching to the point where she did reach heaven and she is going to believe in God and stuff like that? But. They definitely kept it to the point where she's still a pure scientist, you know, which is really cool. But yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that too because yeah. <laughs> I, I I had that same observation a little mm-hmm. bit later on. Um, so it's like that whole weird, what's going on? And then like we find out that the vegans uh, can read, basically are able to read minds, right? Yeah, and they're able to like take and they're like, oh, we built this so that you know, they make it easier. You would be easier and more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. My dead dad. I'm yeah. not really sure how comfortable that would be, <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. but I guess I get it. Right. Because I mean, who else would it have been? Because at first well, the creature was the kind of vague about who he it he, was. Yeah, he walk he walks up to her and he's like talking to her like, like her dad, right? Uh-huh. Like using those memories. And, and then she's like, "This is impossible." And he's like, "Oh, this is my little scientist." And then he starts explaining to her, "Well, you're right. We're just made this because it's easier." You know. So it almost makes me wonder if like they wanted to see how she would react to that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If she thought, "Oh, I must be dead," then right. then it's almost like, "Okay, this species may not be <laughs> scientifically advanced as we need, yeah. or whatever." And yeah, then like true. when she's like. It's not possible. Then he's like, okay. Then that that makes that yeah. line so much better. It's like, there's my little sign. Exactly. Like, there's there's the little. It's almost like talking to a puppy. Like, yeah. There's my good little boy. Right. He's right. able to figure it out. Exactly. Don't go poop in the yeah. living room. Go outside. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, which I know that's probably not what they were going for, but that's just a comparison I can think of. I mean, yeah, because these are like highly intelligent beings, like light years above our intelligence. So. Exactly. So the fact that they gave her credit that she figured that out, that's kind of big. That's yeah. a that's a thumbs up for humankind right there, I think. But you know? super disappointing that you don't see an actual alien. Yeah. Um in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> like I mean, I, I thought that part was interesting as far as like not seeing because you kinda do see the aliens a little bit. Because it's very like it's well, all, like the shadowy figure before it like transforms. It looks like whatever. a very light based creature, whatever it is. Right. It's just kinda this you know, not revealing itself, but they can build some kind of like light whatever like camouflage like or something. energy base as yeah. opposed to a physical exactly. presence, mm-hmm. which yeah. could be cool. Right. So I guess we kind of saw it, maybe. I guess I'm going to go for that point. We did see it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with we didn't see yeah. it, but, we didn't see it. Okay. but that's just me. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool, like the little pod she was in, how mm-hmm. you could like see through it. That was cool. It was like tra- kind of translucent, she yeah. said. Yeah. Right. And like, at one point, I think when the lights went out, she had like a flashlight Mm -hmm. and like uh, turn it towards like the, you know, the out and it showed her outside. Yeah. Like she could, like her light went through the wall and she could like see the space around it. Could you imagine seeing space like, like that? That flipped me out. And when, when they closed the door of that pod, I was like, wait, 
how does she get out? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my because it like sealed. It that, like, yeah, that was my question. Is yeah. like not only did they show us how to build technology that we shouldn't know how to do, but they somehow like taught us how to build metals right. that shouldn't exist. Because like, that whole scene did yeah. just disappear. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, like what? Because, uh, because even she was kind of like, okay, <laughs> like the door's secure, I guess, you know? So, yeah, because yeah. that that would like freak me out. Because yeah. if you do crash somewhere or something happens, like how do, you get out? how do you get out? Yeah, because there's no yeah. You're right. And there's like no, as like, far as you know, when you when she went into that, like you can't see out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and she like she didn't a take super any. Pod, so yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that would be super scary. I think just getting into something that you can't see out of and you can't get out of. She's a scientist. She didn't take any food with her or anything, right? She's no, because they okay. were they weren't really. I guess they were. And they had stuff, but she was arguing for like we should just you should just use it as they have as the schematics say. Yeah. Don't add anything to it. She's arguing right. for that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but even then they were like, and that's when they were talking about like, yeah for safety reasons mm-hmm. we have to build the harness right. And of course, obviously didn't you need didn't need it, the yeah. harness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, the only thing she had with her was the capsule like the suicide pill or yeah. whatever, which yeah. I loved because they were like and apparently this is a for, flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and they, she had some basic tools, but they were like. This is for, you know, a thousand different reasons. But more importantly, it's for the one we can't think of. Yeah. And it's like, that's messed up. Like, what are you talking? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell? That that's was kind of, that's like a creepy line, I think. Very ominous. And I wonder and if that's that like actually what they do or what they did. I mean, they do say the astronauts uh, usually have it, but they don't, they don't make it public pretty much. So I don't know if that's the inside. Well, that's what I'm saying. Got... Like, I don't know if like the, if that's just lines from the movie yeah. or if that's like some legitimate thing. I like to believe that it's true because I mean, I what's going to happen if you yeah. go up there? You yeah, know what I mean? Cause you get stuck up there and like, you can't get out. You can't, you, you know, your, your rockets, you know, fail. And, yeah. You know, you only have three hours of oxygen, but it's going right. to take us, you know, three days to get up there. Exactly. You know, that would be something to be like, I'd, I hate to say it. I'd probably, if I was in that situation, I'd probably take it. And and this might sound really like harsh, but it's like you know, like a mercy killing note. Yeah. Like here you go. Just it is because it's know, like, like you can starve to death. Mm-hmm. You can go with Be no oxygen, or, or you, you can just go. Or you can meet up with something that's not friendly. True. Yeah. And you know they can dissect you and grab. Like who knows what they would do. You know. So yeah, which would really suck if like she. If that yeah, happened and imagination. <laughs> and he's part of the thousand reasons. Yeah. It's the one we can't think of. But it'd be like really weird if like you took the pill and yeah. like the aliens got you and they were able to revive you. Right. Be because, like, ah. Yeah, it's it's like in all uh, Rick and Morty when Jerry gets shot up, but they're yeah. but they're so advanced like that fifty bullets in <laughs> Bringing them back to life took like oh, thirty minutes. Or or like it was yeah. like removing a uh like a splinter. A splinter yeah. yeah. Um I also really like the blind guy. He was cool, Kent. Yeah, yeah, Kent was cool. Sorry, I didn't know his name. I'm terrible. That was, uh, I don't know his names either. Um, I forgot his name, but he played Colonel Schrader Kurt. in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> something, oh, yeah. something Finchner. Or Finch, uh, yeah, it is. Is Finchner. it Eric? Mm-hmm. Eric Finchner. Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, because he was the only one that was able to decipher this. She said she was good to go. Yeah, that was cool because his senses were heightened. Obviously, yeah. he was like not Daredevil. Yeah, he's Matt Murdock <laughs> of '97. But no, he was like, yeah, because he was the one that discovered, like, he realized there was a pattern. He mm-hmm. realized, like, there was a second layer to things. So, like, he was definitely, like, 
integral to the whole thing. And like you said, she was like, good to go, good to go. Yeah. And they couldn't hear anything. And, she, so they kept and he's like, out, yeah. which kind of makes me wonder, like, what if he didn't really hear her say that, but he just like knew that she wanted to go. Right. And like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think, I, I think he heard it. her. I'm saying like yeah. in, Maybe in like a pieces. real world situation. Yeah. It, it seemed like she, I mean, she was more, comforted by him being there to mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey's character like she's she, she, she yeah. like well, she's more no, like pleased and like wow you're there well thank you for you know for well, being there I think it's the yeah. whole that she's known him like for a while through the whole journey yeah and before That's and, and yeah she knew Matthew McConaughey years ago but yeah. you know right they only got together and then they <laughs> yeah, met a couple true. of years later and then so she he meant a lot, but I think, yeah. The, yeah, you know, I think he definitely meant more. more to her than Because even when like, she hugs him, it's more like of a loving embrace. Yeah. I think I a think little bit. I think he's more like yeah. family Yeah, to her. Right. Yeah. Which I think, honestly, I think had they not chosen the dad, I think he would have been the good choice. Mm-hmm. And then I could see yeah, like, the whole little, cool, yeah. she could be like, there's no way you could walk up to me. You're blind. Right. And they may not have known that or may not know what blind was. All right. Yeah. So that might've been the way. I wonder if they had like an alternate version of the script. Like we could put Kent up there. Or, and or Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. It had to go like back and forth. <sighs> Cause what are they like shows like James Woods, <laughs> James Woods or, um, the crazy psycho guy. Yeah. Jake Bancy. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing here? Why is James Woods always like a like a jerk? And in, in most movies I've seen him in, he's plays he plays the jerk role so well. I don't know, but oh, James we, Woods. even Family uh, Guy, James yeah. Woods. school thinking about the second album at the dungeon shooting pool like es to the pn because we just to the b in the zone honey i'm home but i'm not married carried a lot of problems around being frustrated and now i'm sitting at the end of the month i just made it like you made the b team and like your daddy's wife you're making a coffee you heard the ag and so back the hell up off softly as if i play piano in the dark found a way to channel my anger not to involve the world's a stage and everybody got to play they part god works in mysterious ways so when he starts the job of speaking through us we be so sincere with this here no drugs or alcohol so I can get the signal clear as day Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon That never runs out of ammunition So I'm ready for war, okay Throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care And if you like fish and grits and all the pimps Everybody let me hear you say oh yeah girl. Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care And if you like fish and grits and all the pimps Everybody let me hear you say oh yeah girl. it's also it's almost like it's a mental interface so like they're able to go in and like see her images they so they can mold mm-hmm. what they need to look like yeah the planet atmosphere like you know obviously if this was a if we came from a hellfire planet that they'd want it to look more like that <laughs> yeah. as opposed to like the watery beach that we Can all enjoy imagine? yeah that it's like they hilarious. scanned her memories yeah. yeah and they were able to communicate in English at that point. I think she even says that, right? That mm-hmm. you, you scanned my memories and now I'm in Pensacola pretty yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. The sky was crazy beautiful though. I loved it because it was, yeah, Stuff you could like see no all the Florida sky looks like that. <laughs> no. Like that. Not maybe. here. Maybe a couple of centuries ago. Yeah. Before all the uh, light pollution. Right. Yeah. That's what I love. Like, I know this is a little side topic, but I want to go somewhere where I can go out and have my camera and use and take pictures that look like, you know, where you can see the Milky Way and stuff like that. Cause it's yeah, like, you see people awesome. do it and you see people who are not like 
not like they're like, oh, I'm connected this to a radio or oh, I saw not a radio telescope, but a, a high powered magnifying yeah. telescope that can see all the way to the sun. You know? Right, right. It's like just people with like their normal camera. So yeah. I would love to do that one day just to be able to see and see if I could capture that picture. You can do some research to see where you could go, like where's the best, um, you know. Got to be out somewhere like in, you know. In the, the middle of yeah, out in the middle of like Nevada, or yeah, out in the middle of that's what I meant, yeah, like, um, Australia, where it's like nothing for miles and miles, <laughs> and I would not be going alone. Somebody <laughs> right. else would be going with me. I was holy go. <laughs> It'd be cool if we make make a trip whenever we make a trip out west. You could probably make that part of your bucket list or whatever. That'd be cool. Got to get a new camera though. Yeah, well, I mean by then, of yeah, course, by yeah. then we get it taken care. Oh, but anyway, um, so back to this. It's just kind of funny because like, um. Like she even like starts talking to him, mm-hmm. and is like trying to figure out, hey, what's, you know, why is this going on? Why did you reach out to us? Yeah, and he's like, we didn't. You reached out to us, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's like, face. yeah, it's kind of like re- <laughs> referencing back to, oh yeah, Hitler was the first, <laughs> yeah, person you could contact with. Right, but it was just funny because it was like they obviously recognized, okay, this species has technology to get to this point, which means we can send something back to them. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully open up this whole gateway. Right. Which is pretty cool. And then she's like asking them like, you know, how did you do this? How did you build this? And mm-hmm. even they are like, we didn't. Right. Something yeah, exactly. Millions of years which older. Which is crazy. That makes you want to be like, is there going to be like a contact to, <laughs> to explain where that came from? Don't think so at this point. But it, <laughs> That'd be yeah, cool. it's just the whole idea is like, yeah. we didn't come up with it. So it, I think it's their way of saying, uh, as the writers saying, well, we don't have to explain it because it's alien technology right. that's been around since you know before these aliens come up. Yeah, and it true. also references and brings up the fact that you know, like if they were on Vega, their technology wouldn't be that advanced. Yeah, that's true. So it's like it's yeah. not advanced because this is an outpost based on something from way out in the past. So right. Even these aliens that we're calling Vegans aren't from Vega. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just funny and interesting that way, and they're um, talking about uh, you know. Again, this is not something we've done, and we're maybe they'll come back, right? And I, I think that would be really cool. Now, obviously, I don't, I don't want to contact too because I think that would ruin <laughs> this movie. Yeah, like, how, like how I don't think they should make an arrival too. They should just leave, it. right? Just yeah. leave it the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm really hoping they don't. Right, me too. But these these are types of movies that like you can do a one off mm-hmm. and be done, and it's perfect, and yeah. don't touch it again. Right, exactly. Um, I agree. Like, and I love, because this is based off of Carl Sagan's book. Yeah. And, you know, I just don't want them to, like, dishonor his memory, because this is a good, this is a good inter- interpretation of that, and it's a great story. No, I agree. The series um, is as good as it is. Sometimes when you try to tack on too much, it just ruins it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of, she takes the next logical question is, well, what do we go from here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even he looks at her and is like, well... This is the first step. Right. We'll take another one eventually. Yeah. Then so you tell her like, like like little steps pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's like this is how it's been done for billions of years. Yeah. So it almost it harkens back to Star Trek uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. Um because in Star Trek they have the prime directive mm-hmm. and it's basically the Confederate uh, the Star the Confederacy of Planets have come to the conclusion that they don't deal with they don't interfere in the natural progression of planets. Yeah. Which James Kirk <laughs> mashes on that. <laughs> Jean-Luc Picard bashes on that. Janeway <laughs> bashes on that. 
So it's like, here's your prime directive. We're all going to ignore it. And you're not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just it's that, that cultural imperative. It's like we're not going to interfere in the natural progression of planets. But also they don't establish first contact until a planet has reached, I think they call it M-class, but it's where they have faster-than-light travel so yeah. that they can actually explore. And it's that whole that's when they need to get involved because they're now going to become part of the galactic community. Yeah. So we right, want to make right. sure you don't screw it up. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> um, come into this peacefully. Yeah. And so I love that. And they, because it, like I said, uh, it harkens back to Star Trek. And if you haven't watched it, Star Trek First Contact is all about this. Mm-hmm. You know, the Vulcans and the Romulans. No, not the Romulans, sorry. The Vulcans meeting humans for the first time and giving in discovering that we're part of a bigger community right right um so it kind of gives that whole scientific positive spin on things again yeah like it's like hey they're advanced technologies they're gonna do it in a positive way they're not gonna come in and be like okay we're gonna you know come over and bash you over the head and tell you this is what you have to do (laughs) yeah but it's like that whole our advanced species more positive and more i don't want to say docile but like more i guess democratic or more i was going to say like diplomatic but yeah. Not really. yeah. <laughs> yeah well yeah because yeah. that whole we're not gonna force we're not gonna come in and you know do it over force but right yeah yeah you know just do it peacefully so i loved it um at that point when he kind of says you know this is the first step and there'll be many more but yeah it's almost like but unfortunately, you're not going to be there for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, this is her stamp in history, though. Like, this is her. Yeah. Like, you know, she made history. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. she she's there. She's the first woman to make contact with an alien species. Right. Yeah. She's interacted with them. She's flown God knows how many billions of light years from yeah. her planet, which that would scare me crapless. Because <laughs> when you're watching it. Oh, and that was the other thing I was going to mention, and I forgot to mention it when we were talking about like them going through the wormhole. Mm-hmm. That first wormhole when she got to Vega, yeah, you can see like the city. I saw that. that yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. And Oma and like the inner in space like transit system. Yeah, like it grabs her and pushes her into something else. So that was just like amazing. I think a good little nod to like. I guess she wasn't there long enough for them to identify and be like, are you hostile or not? Try to shoot her out of the sky. Well, I, I think it, I think it was one of those, they knew that like she was coming. Okay. Cause yeah. it is part of the transit system. So That's they're true. like, okay, well this human species, this species on this planet, that we don't know the yeah. name of or anything has created this and they followed our instructions. Right. And here they are. Yeah, cause so let's send them on to where they need to go. Because maybe yeah, it is the model of ship. They're like, oh, that's for the that's for mm-hmm. the the foreigners, pretty much. Like they travel in that kind of ship. Like they know how to identify just by looking at it. You know what I mean? Or yeah, whatever. I'm sure they're yeah. scanning it. And they're like, oh, okay, that's a one man pod. Right, right. So, so they know what's up. Yeah, you know, and those are schematics we normally send for people who we want to send them for the first yeah. time. Yeah, which would make things so much easier knowing who's hostile, who's safe, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if you're sending, if I send you the blueprints of a ship. Yeah. And I built something totally different. And it, and it shows up and it's within, you know, I'm scanning it and it's like, okay, boom, you can go. Mm-hmm. 
then you're able to know because you know there's no outside weapons because right. you didn't design the outside weapons. You, yeah. You get something coming in, all of a sudden there's like something dangling off the side. It'd be like, <laughs> okay, let's put that in tractor beam. We're going to yeah, do exactly. something about that. Or we're going to, you know, oh, okay, we're going to send you to this planet where right. military people are. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. So I guess that, 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 that would be kind of cool, though. Like they broke the rules and didn't build what they sent them or build something else. Well, That's like know. a totally different movie right there. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be dope. That gets you into like Dude, the more traditional movies. Dude, we should like write that. That's awesome. Contact two or something, yeah. The next step <laughs> where we fuck up. The yeah, alternative exactly. contact. That'd be cool though. That's actually a really cool concept. Don't steal that piece. Copyright. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's like, I thought it was pretty cool. And then, do y'all have anything else to say about that particular scene? Um. Just the whole scene when she travels in general. Yeah, and um, then before she comes back to Earth. Um, I don't know. I was like intrigued by the traveling bits because like, who knows what that even looks like. So just knowing that there's a movie that exists that you can just like, you, that you can try to understand, mm-hmm. you know, intergalactic travel. That's not Star Trek or that's not Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that it's, not, it's not. Yeah, boom, we're gonna teleport you there. Exactly. Or like, you know, those big ships are just coming out like uh, from light speed appearing right in front of you. I think that's really cool. That just to have a human understanding of what that could be like. Because I'm sure they did some extensive research to make that look the way it did. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure it's not like all the truth, but there's a, there's a big idea it, in there. Yeah, it's just yeah. because even uh, it's all theoretical mm-hmm. wormholes. Right, the, exactly. The Einstein-Rosen bridge. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the whole idea that you can con, you know make point A, point B connected and be able to travel faster than the speed of light. Yeah. From those points is amazing. Yeah, and exactly. it's all you know until we finally discover a black hole that we can shoot something in and get <laughs> something back out of. You know, it's all going to be theoretical. Unless they have, dude, because the fact that they have another one of those things, and you know, the guy was like, you know, why build? Why build one? You could just have two. It makes you think like, what are they doing now that we don't? I mean, they make some things public and everyone knows about it. And then you don't know. You're talking it. about in that particular in the movie universe. I mean, in real life types of like what like well, you imagine like what they're doing. They haven't really built that machine. Oh, I to know. my knowledge. Yeah, that's what I mean. But who knows if they'll make anything public like that? You know what I mean? Oh, they won't. Like, right. Exactly. Like <laughs> right. It will be like decades before like so, any of that becomes like. So like someone could have already traveled and we don't know and died and never came back or you know. Well, I mean, yeah, that's when they were first shooting off. Uh, they used animals. Right. And so like people on earth just kind of knew oh we were shooting a rocket up there but i don't think they knew like oh we're shooting a rocket up there with a monkey attached exactly um, yeah because it was all like you know confidential yeah hush, hush, especially since we were racing the rush racing the russians at the yeah point. um but yeah i mean there's all sorts of things that because you are coming out because stuff could be, could be happening right now we don't even know mm-hmm. like we have well, no idea okay so this up. is another tangent and another <laughs> good movie um but the men who stare at goats I haven't seen that one. With uh, I think Ewan McGregor. I read the book and then I watched the movie. Okay. It's the the United States government actually had, and I found this information on multiple sites before I even read this book or found out about this book. Yeah. Had in the like the seventies and eighties and sixties, um, when they were testing like LSD and all sort of stuff. That they actually sorry. That's okay. They um had groups that were trying to do like remote viewing, which is basically. Um, astral projection, like oh. leaving the body and like being able to like focus insidious. on when the dad could leave his body. Yeah, kind of yeah. like in, kind of like Insidious. Yeah, um, but it's basically like 
able to like focus on a person or a place or an object or whatever and then being able to see that location anywhere in the world that's cool um there are reportedly people who can do it mm-hmm. um of course you know that's always going to be a is it real or is it yeah. fake kind of thing yeah of but they did that they had they worked on trying to mind control mm-hmm. people oh yeah um mm-hmm. hence the they there were there was actually a group that they tried to kill goats by staring at them, like, and psychically killing them. Yeah. Which is, you know, the baseless the title that you stare at goats. Yeah. But, like, there's all these different clandestine things. Um, there was, like, they tried to make a bomb to make people turn gay. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. Well, this was all before, you know, all this other research yeah. got into it. So they just thought, well, maybe there's something, a chemical reaction we can do that'll do that and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. So... That's a, that's a it's a funny movie, right. but like the stuff that happens in that movie, like legitimately happened. Yeah. In the U.S. government. Whoa. So we spent all these millions of dollars to come <laughs> up with this stuff, yeah. and like whether or not some of, like supposedly some of it was accurate, yeah. but it wasn't something that they could able, able according to official records, they couldn't they didn't you know continue. Yeah. But maybe they did. Yeah, like who knows? We never know. Yeah. And then like. Uh, well, we can get on to that when we want to talk about aliens a little bit later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's all that. And then, so, anything else you don't want to talk about that? About that scene? Um, about any of that before. I guess I did my part. Do you have anything on that, Jamie? Yeah. So, okay. Well, she comes back to Earth now, right? Yeah, which is, which my thing was, it was really weird because, like, they didn't show her going back in, like, a pod or anything. Yeah. Just, like, Right. And then, like, she wakes, like, her pod falls through the machine and yeah. crashes and they find her and... Of course, then it's like the whole her story versus what everyone else saw, and they said that what like forty three cameras right. saw, and like basically they said that her thing, her pod went straight through the machine. It never traveled anywhere. Happened. Yeah, and so it makes you want to think it was just her body just traveled somewhere else, in the guys in her head that she's in the pod. You know what I mean? I think Possibly. it was just that it happened so quickly in Earth time oh. that you didn't see it. Okay, right? Because even. That's another, and I love how the story like interplays like all the stuff throughout the beginning of the movie and through mm-hmm. the end and everything before you get to it. So yeah. they can then reference back to it. Yeah. Because they were even talking about like Matthew McConaughey was talking about, well, based on the time to get to Vega and back, it'd be mm-hmm. like, you'd only have like four years pass, but we'd have 50 years. Right. Yeah. So like everybody would so, be dead when yeah. she comes back. Yeah. So that whole she, idea that time back. moves and that's part of like, the faster, supposedly, the faster you get to the speed of light, the slower time goes. Yeah. Or time goes differently, <laughs> yeah. which is why everybody talks about, like, oh, you know, technically Luke Skywalker should be, like, <laughs> 15 years older than Leia or whatever because of right. how much time or how much traveling they're doing in hyperspace. Yeah. So it's that whole concept of time. Concept, yeah. yeah. It's like our understanding is that it would move slower on her end, mm-hmm. but maybe it actually moved Fast slower thing. on our end. Yeah. Yeah. And so like she says that she's been gone for like over 18 hours, which is yeah. funny because like there's no ever record of her like looking at her yeah. watch or anything. I mean, she thinks right. she's gone yeah. for like 18 hours and they're like, no, you literally just fell through. Right. And so then there's the whole government inquiry into it about what happened. And I love it and because James Wood being a jerk. Yeah, God. James Wood gets into that whole that idea dude. that uh, he uses Occam's razor. Another good against scientific, her too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Another good scientific uh, clause there. You know mm-hmm. that uh, basically 
given all things being equal, the simplest answer is usually the right one. Right, right. Which, you know, she used that argument on Matthew uh, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey yeah. in, in defense of science versus God. So it came back to Byron. And then it, exactly. And then it comes back and, like, he's like, uh, James Wood's character, like, is it more plausible that he his theory is that Haddon, who has all the money, all the technology, and right. was, like, literally spoon-feeding her the answer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it makes a convincing argument, is, you know, was it all a big hoax and right. that you just made this up in your own head? Right. They even use scientific the the psychological term of um, reinforced illusion. Yeah, mm-hmm. because self, hadn't, self-reinforcing delusion. Yeah, because he's like trying to make his like trying to make some kind of mark on science like his, or whatever. Well, yeah. he, it's the idea that like his is um, like he's trying to make his mark in history as a giant hoax and da 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 right. yeah. And she's like so obsessed with finding the answer to this that, you know, that and making her mark on science that she's gonna unintentionally make up this whole story in her own head and yeah. think that she had this. Because she hit her head pretty hard when she fell. Yeah, she did. So it's yeah. like the idea that maybe she just made this whole thing up in her head and she she literally believes it because she thinks it's real. Maybe that was like their part. Be like, see, like, should should use that harness that we gave. Right. <laughs> um, no. It's well, funny. yeah, she wouldn't. They wouldn't have known that. She, well, yes, they wouldn't have known she was out of it. Yeah. That thing should have hit her too, unless the Vegans took it out or something. Because you didn't see the chair fall. It was just yeah. her on the floor. Yeah, you don't really see any of that. So yeah, you can see in the pot at all. We assume that. Yeah. You know. But yeah, the whole idea is like he's saying: is it easier to believe that this man made up? you know, this whole thing and tricked you and you're having a delusion Mm -hmm. or is it easier to believe that you were sent trillions of light years away with them for 18 (laughs) hours, talk to your dead dad and not come back with a shred of evidence. Right. That was, that was the, that was the hard, hardest hit she got was having no evidence about her story. And he even was like, are you expecting us as a scientist to just believe Mm -hmm based on your word with no evidence. And he even says, like, you would, would you still be, you know, as hard on somebody if you were in my shoes? Would you be this incredulous? And she's like, yes. Yeah, she was fair and honest. And, yeah. yeah, and then he's like, well, why don't you just deny it? And, you know, say it didn't happen. Yeah. And move on. And she's like, because I can't. Right. Because that was my experience. Which I love because that then turns back into she had what is not necessarily religious religious experience, but, like, equates to a religious experience yeah and that's what i hated about it about the movie because they turned it back around and make it like religious <laughs> pissed me off is it really yeah let's, it did because i was like seriously i was like you're gonna take this whole like alien experience and now turn it around and like kind of give credit to matthew mcconaughey's point of view mm-hmm. and make her feel like stupid about her point of view or whatever yeah and that you know her stance on science versus religion right. I don't know, and i was like I is this turning into like she should believe in God type thing. I don't right. necessarily fall into that. Like I said, I think it's like a religious experience, but I don't think it's necessarily a religious experience. Like, I don't think she walked out of it thinking there is a no, God. No, I don't think she did either, but I think that's what they were like kind of hinting at. Well, yeah, they like were the movie they were, makers were. Yeah. They were kind of hinting that, you know, like there are certain things you have to take on blind faith. Yeah. Like, you know, she was hard on all the religious people. <laughs> like Mac. They were say, take a leap of faith. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shut up, science bitch. Um, but it was, 
Uh, you know, that she's like, some, you know, disproving. She's not agreeing with people because of, and I think it just shows to character development. She's disapproving of people because it's like, oh, you just have to take it on blind faith that this happened. Mm-hmm. And like, she has no evidence. And so she has to take it on blind faith that this actually happened to her. Yeah. Um, which, like I said, I think it, I, I think it was to get more to show the parallel that like your personal experience influences who you are and you may not have any evidence to back up whatever you believe, whether you believe all in science, all in religion, all yeah. in this, that, or the other, but you have your own personal experience mm-hmm. and that affects you. Um, there's why I think a lot of times in like religious debates, it's like, I can't prove to you that this particular deity or this, whatever happened or existed mm-hmm. or whatever. I just have to go with what my experiences are. Yeah. And that's, kind of been my argument with like some people who are atheists it's like i can't force you to believe i can just tell you what my experience has been yeah what have happened in my life and this is why i believe what i believe right exactly yeah and so she's basically having to do the same thing yeah and but there is proof or similar okay but again (laughs) at this particular moment (laughs) so in your face (laughs) wow she has changed since moving out um, but yeah, and then we'll I'm talk about the episode. Like, Billy Joel's song. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of this, like she just basically says, you know, I have no evidence. I just have to deal with what I believe. And then, like, so nothing happens to her because you know there was no criminal, whatever. Yeah. And so it's it's up to everybody to believe. Do you believe her story? Do you believe that she was delusional? Do you believe that she was tricked? And so Matthew McConaughey's character. Which, ironically enough, is the religious voice of reason in this one. It's such a weird choice. They, yeah. Well, I mean, you have to remember this was the nineties. So yeah, he true. wasn't. Yeah, true. He hadn't done quite as many movies, but right. he did have. Uh, what was it? Fast Times. Or yeah, he did. High, yeah. Or, no, Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. It was, it was. Was it Big Lebowski? Was it? I don't know if it was Big Lebowski. When he was, when it, he was like stalking the. No, the that was Dazed and Confused. Oh, that was Dazed and Confused. Yeah, because okay. he's like. Oh, you're uh, right. The good thing about. The high school, high school girls, yeah. girls, I keep getting older and they stay the same yeah. age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's that's so creepy, creepy Matthew McConaughey. Um, but like, it's funny because like, and wasn't they, wasn't Rob Lowe in there as a yeah? Rob Lowe was the yeah, religious yeah. person. Mm-hmm. I, I there was a lot of cameos that like. Yeah. Did you get the um, the Gumble? Right, Brian Gumble. and the Bill Clinton one. And Bill Clinton. Some of them yeah. were really fake. But was that first one real? When he that the first speech? one was real. They actually, I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I remember. Because I had a, we watched this in middle, uh, middle school. Yes. Yeah. He actually was in that movie. That's cool. And he was like the, f- it was like the first presidential cameo in a movie. That's awesome, dude. Um, you can tell the parts where they did CG his face and blew it up. Right. At, like that at, scene like was table. real. Yeah, that scene was real. But <laughs> yeah. when you get to the, yeah, the round table yeah, kind of thing, like yeah. obviously they couldn't keep having right. president film stuff, but like yeah. they took stock footage and like kind of put it in there. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, that's like pretty cool. That was awesome. Though. I was like, wow, he's actually talking about stuff going on in the movie. This is real or he's trying to like get really creative with a speech that he did. But yeah, that was mm. awesome. That was awesome. Cut and copy paste in yeah. the times. <laughs> or this, we are yeah. going to space. <laughs> you know. He's like transitioning, you know, <laughs> some crossfades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like, it's just interesting that like, when Matthew McConaughey picks her up and like they they're leaving and he and somebody asks him like what he believes and he's like talking about you know this stuff and he's like mm-hmm. I for one believe her yeah which is I don't want to say weird but it's like that's 
an interesting choice that the religious man decides, you know, that even though she's been an atheist or has doubted God or whatever, and it's like all of a sudden having to take something on a leap of faith, and he believes her on a leap of faith. Yeah. So definitely. it's all about leap of faiths and, yeah, you know, different ways that happens in the world. So. Right, right. Plus, he knows that means the world to her. That experience is like everything to her at that point, you know. Yeah, he's like, so. and it's even like a almost like a. Um, even if I don't believe that that happened, yeah, I believe that she experienced it. Yeah, so that it's real to her. Right. So it's all about finding your own truth. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And, and the big aliens. And the big whammy at the end. And the big whammy, which Jamie hinted <laughs> big at, books, is, big books. No way. is <laughs> that we have uh, Angela Bassett's character, and I, she, I don't remember what position she's in, but she's talking to James Woods over the she video She's kind of like advisor or something. Yeah, she, yeah, they're all advisors yeah. at some point. I just don't know exactly what She did an awesome job in the movie, too. Hers might have been like a media advisor or something. Could be, yeah. Because I, yeah, yeah. I know she was talking about talking to uh, El, uh, Ellie about, you know, if anything, ha- you know, any more stuff happens, you yeah. come to us before you just announce it to the world. She, she was a, she, her character was fair too, and she seemed like she yeah. had like a good, like uh, a good nature to her. Because when Ellie was like, uh, "I need your help," <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> find a dress. dress. Yeah, she yeah. was like really cool about that. Yeah, she was not, not like James Wood. Mm. She wasn't a typical like hard ass. Thing. Yeah, she was like understanding and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But yeah, they're having but a conversation maybe. and like she's going and you see this big old notebook that says confidential and like she's talking to him and she's like I find, I'm going over these notes and I find it very interesting about da, 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 her equipment. Yeah. Just found uh found uh, the like the recording the, or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. malfunction. Mm-hmm. And she's like I don't find it uh interesting that, you know, she uh, that we recorded static. He's like go on. Yeah, he had like a weird like 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 it's almost like he didn't yeah. he didn't want to have that conversation right like yeah because he knew what was going to happen yeah it's one of those yeah. things but like yeah she's like i find it interesting she's like go on it's like mm-hmm. i don't find it interesting that we recorded static i find it interesting because of something else and he's like go on yeah like he knew what it was but wanted exactly. to hear from her you like, know? he just wanted to deny it and she's yeah. like it's, it's just interesting that you know basically that she had said that she had been gone for eight approximately 18 hours and she's like the equipment recorded eight approximately eighteen hours of static. Yeah, exactly. So Which it's is like crazy. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, because they said she was gone for a few minutes or right. No, I just she wasn't even gone. It just like went I straight mean, through the machine. Like, sorry, they said that took like a few minutes or a few seconds, something like that. Like the drop didn't take very long, is what they said. Yeah, yeah. they're saying like the drop was like you a know forty five seconds because it goes right. like, straight through the machine. Just, yeah, like, you didn't go anywhere. Right. Um, yeah. And there's eighteen hours of static. Yeah. So, it's one of those – it's an interesting choice because it's like – For some reason, like, not to cut you off, I think she would have landed in water, but she landed on hard surface, right? I don't recall. I know okay. the first one was built over water in yeah. Florida. Oh, because this is different. Remember. That's right. I yeah, think yeah. it was – Good, good point. It had to have been over water because I don't think it landed on ground because that would have killed her. Yeah. It would have smashed her. I think so, too. Right? Yeah. Um, even with the, the cage. Well, didn't it show, like, a, a net in the water? Oh, there was a net in the water in the like, second one? Yeah, there might have been a net. Because didn't it say that we've got her in the net? Well, Jimmy watched it recently, so, well. Yeah, more recently know. than me or you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think she landed in, like, the net that was underneath it or something. Okay. Like they, they found her, well, her that pod. Makes, that makes sense. Because I was like, how are they, what kind of safety precautions are they I taking? <laughs> yeah. Hey, she don't need no yeah. safety precautions. Yeah. The aliens prove that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I do think it was an interesting choice that they're, they could have left it at the end and been like, 
did she, didn't she? It's up to the audience to decide. Yeah. And then, like, at the end of the like, they won't nope. They? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will they, won't they? And then they decided, <laughs> she did. Yeah. Like, boom. So, but, that like, really cool. but you can tell, like, the government was never going to tell her. Oh, heck yeah. no. And then we're going to make that public at all. They're just like, going to shame her, really, and be like, you just you have, you have your experience. Cause cool. it, because at the same time, it's like there is no evidence. Yeah. Like, the, the evidence no of 18 hours. Ev- yeah, the evidence. evidence of 18 hours is just. Yeah. Could have been a malfunction and everything, you know, yeah. whatever. So there is no definitive evidence to back that up, but but there's a definitive answer at the end of the movie. I hope they, like, improve their comms, like, calm the radio system yeah. after that, because they need some, like, high-tech stuff. To I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna assume that we're not going to do, a like, an Independence Day 2 20 years later where we've got floating TV screens. I'm going <laughs> to assume that in that universe they did progress slowly. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. It'd be really funny if, like, they tried to send somebody else again, but, like, the machine, like, on the vegan side was, like, turned off, and they're like, nope, no more people. <laughs> you guys <laughs> had to wait a little them. while. Yeah. Be like, you have to have a doorway on both sides, and nope. like, fell out the send atmosphere. them back. <laughs> <laughs> or they fell out of the atmosphere, like, hey, what's that? Okay. But, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I thought the, the fact that they did record 18 hours was like, whoa, that was really cool. That was a nice ending for that. They kind of like reassured all the, the people who were supporting the sign the sign side of that. It was like mm-hmm. a nice little nugget of here you go. It's not completely false, you know. So there's still like some base of belief for that. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of like a way to please both sides, I think. Yeah, it's a nice success. Which I'm, it's cool that they took that just as the movie, not yeah. speaking in the universe of that, but as an outside source of someone who made the movie. I think it's pretty awesome that they try to please both sides. Yeah, I think they did a very good job at it. Like mm-hmm. they didn't at any point in my opinion, didn't say, oh, science is 100% right, or right. religion is 100% right, yeah. the other side's stupid. It was like that whole... Religion. It was just, <laughs> it was just showing the parallels of the entire time. It's yeah. like, yeah. you have to take this on blind faith, but you're taking this on blind faith. You yeah. say this, but you also say this. Right. And it's like that whole two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Right, that's Where true. it's like, just because this, is, this happened doesn't mean this isn't real. Right, Or right. just because... We find evidence of this. This doesn't necessarily yeah. not happen. Yeah, that's true. So that's right. Cool. No. So that's contact. If you guys haven't watched it, you should because it's a good movie. Even yeah, though we, it, we cut out a lot of details. Yeah, I mean, well, we did discuss we did. it in extensively. We, yeah. But yeah, but we didn't give you all the details. Yeah, and we didn't. Thing, we try not to. And we didn't go into details in Arrival because that's still new, and we don't want to ruin that completely. So yeah, yeah. we we focus more on contact on that one. Yeah, but, but just the comparison of the two yeah. language versus. Technology or language versus math. Do you still want to cover? We're at like an I, hour thirty. Would you want to cover yeah. the hostile uh, contact? Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to keep thing? going if you guys are. Yeah, no, I'm down for it. Um, so we we had to, you know, kind of be fair, and so we chose to also talk about Independence Day, and that first contact and how they communicate. Um, we that, won't go into detail on that one. <laughs> I'm sure the majority of people listening knows what I was about to say. Between the <laughs> between the two movie, the three movies. I would say it's probably Independence Day arrival contact. Probably, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Uh, just based on my assumption. That's true. Because yeah. that those movies are certain movies are geared towards everybody. Certain movies are more intellectual. I yeah, guess. but Independence um, Day, those aliens are just, just out to. And, and, and it all happens in the first thirty minutes because <laughs> I, like, I watched it last night. Anniversary. <laughs> I love yeah because it's like all of a sudden they determine everything's going on fine and then all of a sudden something the a fourth the mass of the moon. Yeah. A fourth 
the mass of the moon. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So basically, you take a fourth of the moon, mm-hmm. and it flies into our space. Yeah. And that ship then, is what you expect the aliens, like the typical ship, to be like, whoa, yeah, it's, it's big. round, it's big. And I, I find it really hilarious because I was watching in like one of the satellites. Yeah. Is like the alien spaceships coming from the right and the uh, satellites coming from the left, and you're watching it, and it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And smaller oh, is and it? Smaller, smaller oh, wow. and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then oh, what? it explodes. It's like a bug on a windshield. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> and it's just hilarious. But uh, so they come down, and then, like, all of a sudden, they send out like 15 smaller ships, which I say smaller ships, but they're the size of freaking New York. Yeah. So that's right. That's yeah, they're huge. huge. Like, I, I, I think it's like 15 kilometers or something like that. On a music note, yeah. I, I, I like that they played REM's Is the End of the World as We Know It. Yes, <laughs> had a good soundtrack. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's the only, the I other two that. movies were missing. Like good, a nice like, music. soundtracks. They On had a great music s- note. <laughs> 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 but they had they had great scores. Yeah, not any soundtrack. Right, right. But um, um, but yeah, they start showing up, and then like all of a sudden, like TV signals are going out. Yeah, of course. When you're knocking satellites out like bugs on a windshield, of course satellites are going to, or radio and TV signals are going down. I remember watching a movie in the theater and I watched it on Independence Day. Oh, that was such a good experience. That was a good movie. I yeah, love man. Movie. And it had the classic, like, when Star Wars opened and you see the, uh, in the first one and the Star mm-hmm. Destroyer. And actually, most of the movies, they started out like that. Yeah. Where you see a planet and then you see a, something come overhead. You're right, right. Um, it's very highly influenced by Star Wars. You can just definitely. tell the way it's shot can, and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's just very much that reminiscent of that. Does like, the CG hold up with the with the, uh, with ships the, and stuff? Yes. Okay, well, that's like, cool. Because I haven't watched it recently. So. My, the only problems I had with it were the same problems I had with it when it first came out. Mm, what's that? And that's, you have 15 mile wide ships yeah coming into the atmosphere that alone should like cause destruction on a massive scale yeah that's true and then like what they have to use to like they're obviously using something and i'm assuming it's something that's pushing against the earth Mm -hmm. to keep them up which means all those cities should have been flattened just by flying over them right that's true but you have to suspend disbelief (laughs) when it comes to these movies yeah um but it's just like they start showing up and then like the first Watching it, and I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it because I only watched literally the first 30 minutes to get the gist of what happened. Yeah. At the beginning. Of the first contact, pretty right. much. Yeah. Um, is Jeff Goldblum's character, mm-hmm. David. Yeah. Looks like he works for like a television network. Oh, okay. And so, like, they're all trying to figure out what's going on, and he realizes that this repeating number yeah. sound. Uh, much like in contact, right? He hears it, and he starts to realize. And apparently, he's like some MIT genius. Which, don't get me wrong, that's fine. Yeah, I do. They just don't explain that before. Yeah. The, it's like literally a guy working. He drives a bike. He plays chess with his dad. He works at a television network. Well, if he plays chess, he's obviously a genius. Yep. Okay, save that <laughs> because I can play chess. So I'm obviously a in the movie. Hey, 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 yeah, now you're now you're just rewriting it. <laughs> I was waiting for. I, I, take was, it like, back. I was like, I'm gonna take sit there. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, there's no explanation of like his background or anything, and no. then like he's able to like tell that. You know, that's how they say stuff in movies and TV I know, shows. I know, um, but it's just funny because like he breaks it down. And he's like. 
realizing like it's a countdown. And of course, because he just played dad chess with his dad, he realizes that like what they've done is they've moved all of their ships to strategic locations. Yeah. Which apparently somehow they're supposed to know what I love how in the alien movies, the aliens always know like every detail of what's important. <laughs> you mean like how to set stuff up? Like, Oh, this is Washington. This is the oh, capital right. of the United States. Yeah. This is Paris. This right. is the, at least with Arrival, like they didn't show up in like major places necessarily. No, they didn't. Yeah. Which I like that. It was just kind of like random locations. Yeah. So it was right. like each continent type thing. Right. Like within a different, like a certain, I guess. You're like, we're not going to put two people like, within of each you know, 100 other. miles. Yeah. Right. We're just going to put like. It's like they covered their bases, but they weren't like, oh, this is New York City. Yeah. Like yeah. That, you know what I mean? It was yeah. almost like they're okay. like, we need to cover the globe, yeah. so let's do it and put them kind of equidistance. Obviously, we wouldn't put one above you know, water because right. like, there's nothing there, but like kind of that whole, we'll cover yeah. most of the planet. Which that kind of shows, though, like the intention of mm-hmm. the either alien races. Peaceful like, versus. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. like they know to take out the major cities if they're going to attack. Yeah. But yeah. if they want to friendly commun- communicate, like we're, we'll go wherever, dude. Like it doesn't really matter. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so maybe the, the non-peaceful ones, the violent ones, maybe they're scanning people's brains to figure out where's the most important place Yeah, maybe they're like, oh, Washington, that's their home base. All right, take that out first. Or well, whatever. Yeah. Based on how that movie went and continued to play out later, they use the Windows DOS system, so apparently they can hook up to our internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They do. That was... Oh, God. Oh, that was horrible. And, and the way they fed the viruses. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to admit, I do not remember this movie. Was well, that a it's, Lenovo it's they used to feed the? <laughs> we need. We need to go back and watch Independence Day one and two with Jamie. Yeah. Oh my gosh, two is hilarious. One this, is hilarious. There, there's one part in two where I laughed. I mean, you were in the theater watching it. I don't want to ruin it. But oh, okay, yeah. The part when somebody, it. somebody dies. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, already? Like what? You oh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. I don't remember. Oh His god, mom. that <laughs> wasn't. I was like, what is that? It wasn't necessarily funny. Well, I was cracking but it was, up. But it was, like, it was just like, what? it's just like, that is a weird, yeah, okay. We'll have to go back and watch that. I was like, too. holy crap, they, they talk. If you want to. Because yeah, we were thinking, like, they talked that character up a lot for the sequel. I was like, wow, they're, most of them are coming back. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and then, then this person dies, and you're like, what the hell is that? Why even have that person in there? <laughs> just so we can kill him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, he realizes that they've moved all their ships to like strategic locations. Yeah, and he's like telling his boss, he's like, "I figured out what it is. It's a countdown." And he's like, "I love his dad. His dad is hilarious." Oh, I love it too. He's but he's like, um, the, "The you can tell the uh, boss is not exactly the brightest bulb." And he's like, "Well, what do you mean it's a countdown?" And he's like, "Well, it's like in chess when you put all the pieces." Yeah. He's like, "Okay." And then what happens when you count down? And he's like. Like the checkmate. <laughs> yeah. What do you like, mean check? Checkmate. <laughs> and like he starts realizing. Yeah. That's the guy with a hoarse voice, right? Yeah. The chubby I, dude. I love him. Yeah. And like everything he does. He he's, cool. he's got a very distinctive voice. Yeah. He's awesome. I love that he sends, he tells his mom to go to Atlanta. She does. Yes. He's oh, like, mom, what? you gotta get out. Just get out. And she's like in. I think she lives oh, like really? somewhere in New York. And oh he's really? Like, you gotta get go. You gotta go to Aunt Dottie's or whatever. <laughs> And then like he has all the phone. Yeah, and then he's like he has the He's like, I gotta call my housekeeper, I gotta call my dog walker, I gotta call my lawyer. 
Ah, screw my lawyer. <laughs> and when I'm watching it on yeah. TV, he's like, you know, forget my lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of the movie. I'm like, oh, he's going to say, you know, yeah. fuck his lawyer. No, right. he says forget his, forget his lawyer. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, so they didn't read it, edit that on TV like I thought. That kind of takes away from it. But he's like, I don't know why I just sent my mom to Atlanta. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why either because that's a big, major city. Yeah, it is. Oh, well, back then it was too great. I would say in Yeah, I mean, it's, okay. it's, it, it's grown. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but definitely. It's, it's literally the biggest city in Atlanta and it still had, you know, I would say how many It's the biggest city in Atlanta. Or in yeah, Georgia. It's the biggest city in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> well that's technically true from a certain point of view. But yeah, biggest city in Georgia and yeah. it's got like what, six million now, so I'd imagine it it's does? Probably, Holy I think geez. there's like six million people in Atlanta. Holy crap. Don't quote me on that exact number, but I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard that. Hey everyone. We close. We close. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> um so Nobody I mean, come to Atlanta. No so wonder like, traffic sucks. I know, right? <laughs> so 20 years, and that's people that commute out and in. And yeah. That's, those are the people that actually live in Atlanta. Exactly. So, <laughs> but, like, so you imagine, you know, 20 years ago, it's still probably, like, four, four and a half. It's yeah. Not, it's not like it all of a sudden doubled in size. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's really kind of funny. He's like, oh, I don't know why I sent my mother to Atlanta. I'm like, <laughs> nope, me either. Because, I mean, because 96 was a wrong way um Outcast dropped the AT Aliens albums. Everybody's trying to come over here. We're like, oh, AT Aliens. Actually, I, I I tagged our our teaser picture as, as AT, AT Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That, that was awesome. Um, yeah, but then like, so you know, obviously, and then the checkmate happens. And yeah. Everything gets all these world monuments get destroyed. Yeah, yeah. And then I, if I'm not mistaken, they then move on to like the next biggest city and stuff. Yeah, like, it moves on. So it's like. Yeah, you sent your mother to Atlanta to die. Maybe a little bit later, but yeah, she's gonna. <laughs> yeah, die. she's gonna die. Anyway. But in all fairness, if it's New York, if he's in New York, then if she was able to get out of New York, then it'd be a pretty good drive. So maybe she survived. Yeah, and if she could go he underground, didn't. that could be useful. Maybe she just died. Maybe. Maybe write that off. But um, yeah, but I mean, we're talking about the differences between those aliens and like the peaceful ones, right? Yeah, we, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can talk about different sources, uh, all sorts of different parts of that one. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, I think, uh, like like we mentioned earlier, the way they sub, set up their ships was, like, a, a pretty, like, accurate way of trying to decipher the differences between mm-hmm. the peaceful ones and the other ones. But, yeah, I don't know, they, <laughs> they're just in it to win it, dude. Like, they, we had to have some kind of, like, creative way of getting in, in like, inside to beat them from the even from the inside, yeah. yeah. These aliens are very much we're landing here to destroy, yeah, and, and yeah. take over. And then they had shields. There's nowhere to break those shields right. from the outside. So it wasn't like a we're we're communicating math no. to like talk to you. It was just like nope, we're using this to count down a number e- and destroy you. Even when um Bill Pullman's car- uh, character talks to them, Bill Pullman, right? I think Bill yeah. Pullman. Even when he talks to them, and he's like, "What do you want?" And he, the alien pretty much said, "For you, for you to die, we want you yeah. to die." So, like, <laughs> and and speaking of first contacts, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one actually probably was the first contact because, and that I forgot about that scene because, like, the Roswell aliens had mm-hmm. like crashed and they wound up being the aliens that came back and attacked us later. Yeah. Uh, I don't consider that to be like the first contact. Right. I mean, it was whatever they were dead, but it was just kind of funny because like the first interaction between the humans and the aliens is they have now captured Brent Spinner's character. Yeah. Brent Spinner. Oh, crap, I, I feel, I just lost my, I, I, I just lost my nerd card because it's data <laughs> and I can't remember like his 
I think it's Brent Spinner. Are, are you talking about the part where the, the scientist where they speak he, through him? Yeah, yeah. That that's, was that's crazy. literally the first contact yeah. and the first communication. That was actually really, that's a cool scene too. Though. They like take one of the the alien or one of the professor scientists that have been like working on the aliens from the 1940s, and like they Will Smith's character brings like one of the alien bodies back and he's yeah. like, okay, we're going to dissect it and see if we can figure out what's going on. Right. Well, when he starts dissecting it, he realizes that it's an exoskeleton, kind of like a suit. Yeah. So there's, there's, like, they're, they're, they're like militarized at this point. They're not showing who they are really. Yeah. They have it's just like, like full body armor. Yeah. Body armor. Yeah. So he cuts it open and when he peels it back, the alien that's inside Oh, and behold, it's alive. Yeah. And so, like, ah, it comes up and, like, attacks. And that's another thing that reminds me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just had a flashback. You remember when we were talking about, uh, uh, what's his face? Zordon? Oh, right. And how the, the squid. script, the yeah. squid thing? Yeah. That also reminds me of that a little oh, bit. Zordon? Like, yeah. Zordon running around. Ah. I can see that, <laughs> but, yeah. But not in a manipulant way. <laughs> right. Zordon's trying to be helpful, of course. But it's just kind of funny because, like, that happens. And then, like, he wraps a tendril around the, doc, around the, the scientist's doctor, yeah. throat. And like is able to talk through the doctor. And at, at this point, like you just tell these aliens don't care about bridging the gap, or we're trying to create a language so you can understand yeah, us. Yeah. Where he's like, no, he wants you to die, and here's English. Please die. We're here to kill you. Pretty much. Yeah, right? like this is the only communication we need to have. Yeah. is die. Yeah, they don't care about like, hey, let's uh, form a a comedian, talk to each other, and you know, they're there to get the job done. But yeah, those aliens were that that one actually made me. <laughs> As a kid, I was, like, kind of terrified of aliens after that one. Because, I mean, you know, like, you see these creatures and their exoskeleton looks, like, organic. It looks, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't look like a suit of armor. And then, and knowing there's, like, a little creature inside of that. And I don't think it's a little creature. It's, like, it's not a smaller alien, is it? It is a smaller. It's smaller than the suit. But, like, say the suit's, like, nine foot tall. Yeah. The alien inside it would probably be about six foot tall. Right. But still so, huge. like, it's still yeah. sitting in there. It's still big, but it's, like, encased. Almost like a Robotech kind of thing. Yeah. It's very, like, like, Predator-like. Yeah. Right? Very, yeah. And, like, I mean, in the eyes bigger, and stuff. Not, yeah. like, the mouth, but just the way it looks. You yeah. Know? Like, how he like has, like, the armor. And, yeah. You know? But I think the armor is slightly bigger, though. Dude, Predator, another one. Like, I so think, many movies well, <laughs> you talk about. I think, actually, I think the, the, the aliens are more, like, five foot. And in Independence Day? Yeah, because in Independence Day, you see them in the uh, the tubes of formaldehyde. Okay. And they're about, I mean, they're good size, but they're probably, like, they're not five feet or so. Yeah. Um. And then when we see an Independence Day 2, it's like those are like the grunts of yeah. the army. And then there's like bigger. And They're like there's souped like, up. Yeah. And there's like the alien queen from Aliens. Right, uh, right. Size creatures. Um, but yeah, they, they had no no peaceful intentions. No. And that was the difference between contact and arrival. Well, I was proud of group contact and arrival together. It's, and that's when you have the more traditional day. alien movie. Yeah. Where it's like, they're here to kill us like signs. Dangerous. Right. showed up. Yep. So. Yeah, and there's there we had to like find a way to blast them out of the sky, and which was really clever how they did that. So yeah. without being like a child's movie where it's like, right. oh the aliens are here to da 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 da. Yeah, like Chicken Little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You would think that they would recognize that ship as old as hell. Like, why is it coming back? And, like all of a sudden, this old ship that landed here like years ago, 
is flying back into the mothership. The one that they used to go back in to upload yeah, the virus. Yeah, it's like, why? Like, why are well, you Well, it's like Star these? Wars. Like, it's an older model, but the code checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um... Wow, I didn't even think about that. Right? That, that, yeah, because... It was old as hell. That's 50 years of exactly. difference. Like, yeah. they haven't upgraded in 50 years. <laughs> right. And, there, and There's got to be some backstory in, and a, in see, a book or something where they explain that a little so. bit. And, and the aliens didn't see that. I was like, suspect? Like, I haven't seen you like... <laughs> like five decades, man. Come on, we been... Because it's not even like it's not even like the one that they shot down. Like, no, it's not even the one that like Will Smith one. shot down. No. Like, I mean, it looked exactly the same. Right. But it's like, yeah. why would you not? Why would you not red flag that? Like, and, why are you? Just gonna... Right. And why is there tech? Again, I can't get past the fact that it's Windows DOS system. And it's like <laughs> the Windows DOS. It's like, but it's like it's like not only that, but it's like. Do you remember any ship. coding in Windows? DOS? I don't remember any of the coding. The, the, I, I didn't the do exe anything. I did slash. very little of that. <laughs> I moved. I, I was there before. It was like right there, and then they moved to the actual good systems. Yeah, or the more normal systems for me. Right. <laughs> but it's like I, no, I mean, that's a very valid point. It's like they're taking a ship that's fifty years old. Yeah. Putting our Windows system on it. Right. And then hoping to interface with something that's fifty years more advanced than yeah. what we put on the system. Right. That's what I was so thinking. Like even if this works, this should not work. Yeah. Like uh, the aliens should know. Like like this is weird. This is not. This, this, I mean, you know, well, they should red flag it. Is oh, they should totally red flag it. And just like when they, when like they force open the the windshield, like they can take over it and they that force too. open it. And the aliens look at it and like, okay, there's nobody there. Didn't they like just duck down or something? Yeah, they like duck yeah. down and then yeah. like wait until it up and then like they got up. Right. And like was lighting a cigarette and I was like, you know, up yours or whatever. Not, yeah. Not up yours, but that because that's the other one. But like they were like, oh, your mother's fat or whatever. Oh, right. And, yeah, yeah. And then I was like. <laughs> not only do you not see them to begin with and it's an older model ship but yeah. now all of a sudden you see two things that are clearly not, not what you are yeah exactly uh yeah it was just because like, because after a while they like you said they lost control of the ship they, yeah. they just went into the mothership and just they took control of it after. yeah i think they like they like docked it and when, yeah like, when they were downloading that like they had the windows shut and all right them, and then like all of a the windows started up and they're like oh crap yeah yeah so I don't know. That's a big no. plot hole. There, if, that movie had. It was a good movie. It was, it was enjoyable good. I movie, it, but yeah. there are so many plot holes. And it's it's one of my favorites because like it has like a nice nostalgic. Yeah, for, you know, it was very, in the nineties, and you're watching it, and you're like, oh my god, this the special effects are so amazing. Yeah. And oh my god, these aliens are so and then right. Like, so you don't think about the plot holes for our age. Like that was probably not saying this is good or even on the same level, but going to the theater on that day and watching it, that's probably like my quote-unquote star wars of my age you know what i mean yeah like when people saw star wars in the 80s that was like you know that was their that was their defining moment yeah this is what cinema is right but that kind of pushed it forward like i think the alien ships and the way the ucg to portray aliens in independence day pushed the you know pushed on a little bit forward so people could try to get to the next level in, in movie making or whatever but if, if anything, they showed you what not to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because so. <laughs> even Star Wars has its problems. We can we can agree on that, you know. So yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. But I feel bad for everyone who died before Rogue One was made. <laughs> they can't appreciate why there's like a big plot hole in Star Wars. But now, you know what I mean? Because there, there's a few, yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, anyway, I digress. But 
and Star Wars will be another topic again when yeah. when Rogue One comes out on Blu-ray here in April. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Well, what else do you have? There, we have like seven minutes of stuff. We're at like almost two hours. Oh, oh my goodness! We, so we do have some stuff. Yeah, we can kind of break it down, I guess, because um, we did just talk about that. So basically, what really brought on this topic of conversation was that late last week, which you're going to hear this on Monday, so yeah, Thursday of last week, mm-hmm. yeah. um, NASA made a huge announcement that they have discovered seven Earth-sized planets in what is called the Goldilocks zone okay. of a relatively local star. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, still light years away, so it's not a big deal. So basically, um, to background some information, the Goldilocks zone is... Basically, the habitable zone of a star system where life could potentially evolve. Um, it, it's planets that have like liquid water on it, or potentially could have liquid water on it, have an atmosphere that would make that sustainable. Yeah, uh, that then could potentially bring about life. In our solar system, we have you know Venus, Earth. Mars, mm-hmm. and of those three, obviously, right now, to our knowledge, um, <laughs> Earth is the only one with life on it, except for robotic life. Technically, Mars has robotic life, and oh, it's, the, it's the only planet and solely inhabited by robot. robot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just fun little trivia there for you. That's our side we're drawing in real yeah. life. <laughs> um, but it, it, and of course, it, the Goldilocks zone varies from. Star system, star system is based on the star. Mm-hmm. Um, so to give you some kind of comparison, in this newly discovered system, there's seven planets, three of which are in the Goldilocks zone. And that particular star system is like, I think it's like a cool dwarf star. So I'm not sure exactly what the size or anything like that is. I just know it's cooler than our planet. Or not our planet, but our sun. And so the three planets that reside within the quote-unquote Goldilocks zone are actually closer to their star, their star than Mercury is to ours. What? Yep. Um, so they're looking at that, and they're, you know, so that gives you a little tidbit because, like, Mercury is, like, way too hot for any kind of water due to what it's on. Um, and so... Sorry. Yeah, just a countdown. So okay. Because so I, I, I hate to like speed you ahead, just so you know how to pace yourself. Okay, so we can cut out a little bit. So these are plants that could potentially have liquid water, which means they could potentially have life. Um, so I also talked about, in our little hints and little preview of what was going on, talked about the Drake equation, which is a equation that is uh, designed to calculate the probability of life on in the universe. And it's like got 16, uh, well, probably got like eight or nine different variables on it. And you take like basically the number of stars in the system times the percentage of stars that reside in the Goldilocks zone times like the percentage of what potentially could have life on it. And then like the odds of it evolving into intelligent life. Um, so I'm not really sure what the number of that is. Of course, it changes every day because we discover more and more stars and more and more planets. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just an interesting thing to happen at the same time that we're uh, talk decided to talk about arrival. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
I hate countdowns. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Don't get nervous. It's all good. I know. So I got some questions for you guys. Yeah, go for it. Do y'all think there's life out there? I do. Yeah, I would say yeah. I've always thought that as a even growing up. Yeah, I don't see how like we're the only planet that has life on it. Like yeah. that is just kind of bizarre. Just like uh, Ellie's dad says, if that's just, if we're the only creatures in this wide galaxy, that'd be a big waste of space. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Do you well, believe we've been visited? I want to say yeah. I would say probably. I believe we're, we're probably being visited, but don't even realize it. Yeah. Like, if they can take form right, as something that you're familiar with. Or just be some kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So you never know. You know what I mean? Something you really can't see, really. I just thought of uh, the fart from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they called him? Yeah. Goodbye, <laughs> yes. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no problem. I'm what about you? Oh, yeah. I totally believe there's something okay. out there. I totally believe it's intelligent well, yeah, life. I totally a, believe, you believe it's in Bigfoot, so. Yeah, we should, we should have a podcast about that. <laughs> we could. I'm about saying. me not believing. Hey, I'm just saying, and I, I have to agree, though, that there's just too much space out there, too many things. Because even if you go into the. It all happened by chance that da 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 da. There's so many planets out there and so many things out there that the odds of it not happening again are too low to like be counted as anything. Yeah. Nice. Now, do I believe that they look like us? No, but it's possible they do. If, yeah. If their conditions were similar to, enough to ours, they could look like us. Mm-hmm. So I totally believe that there are. Yeah. Now, there are three real schools of thought, and I know you're trying to. I know we're trying to end this at some point. Yeah, but, yeah. but there's three real school thoughts on alien life. Um, the first one being that they are from other planets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there is another thought that they're extra dimensional beings, and so they don't come from other planets, but come from other dimensions and are able to punch holes like Rick and Morty do <laughs> in our dimension. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's also the third, and you'll have, and if you look at like ancient aliens, like a techno or, drill. <laughs> no, but if you like watch, uh, if you and I recommend con- Alien Files Unsealed and uh, con- some conspiracy theory things on there. Yeah, on Netflix, uh, conspiracy theories unsealed. And I think there's there's like one or two more, um, but definitely Alien Files Unsealed. There's one case where this guy and his and a friend are in the Royal Air Force mm-hmm. in Britain. Yeah, and they find this light out in the middle of the woods. They go, they visit, they find this triangular shaped craft. Yeah. The guy like touches it. Like a small it, one? Like, like uh, a big one? I'd say medium size. Oh, okay. It's not like, you know, Independence Day size, but okay. like, it's not like a personal, like little small craft. Oh. Okay. Um, with markings on it. Yeah. And like, he supposedly touched it and like all of a sudden, like started seeing all these ones and zeros Ooh, in his okay. brain. Yeah. So he didn't really know what was going on. And there's like, and buying there, you're like in um, Flight of Concord. Yep. <laughs> um, but there's like between his watch and his friend's watch, who his friend stayed back with the car mm-hmm. or the Jeep or whatever, um, there's like a couple hours difference between their watches. So there's like what? lost time. Oh, man. And so this guy didn't know what was going on, but he wrote, when he got back, he wrote down all these numbers yeah. in the sequence. And, you know, for years, he didn't know what it was. Right. Then when he started learning about binary, right. he started putting those codes into a computer. And 
gets like a message. Right, of course. And of course, obviously, it's not saying, hey, we're aliens from da 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 or whatever, but it's like basically saying, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that would be hilarious. <laughs> but the gist of the message was like something about um, human exploration. Mm, okay. And so it's his belief that what he saw was not an alien, quote unquote, or an alien spaceship, but that it's from the future and it's a human spaceship. Oh, wow. And he and a few other scientists believe that, like, the typical gray alien, yeah. because they're so humanoid, right? Yeah, With is actually not necessarily aliens, but humans, like, millions of years in the future. What? That would make sense, because they have to have, like, two eyes and something that looks like a nose and two arms. Like, they're typical, you know, they're close to humans, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good alien stories that... <laughs> would be fun to talk about we should revisit this in the future and i want to talk about time travel in the future if mm-hmm. you're yep. up for it i definitely want to talk about time that, travel. that'd be There's cool so many schools of thought on that one yeah that's something i'm really inter- interested in talking about if you guys are up for it yeah. oh damn three minutes i know, <laughs> I know. um so because we're wanting to end this pretty quickly what alien species that you've seen in tvs movies or whatever would you like to meet for the first contact It can be anything. I don't really have a lot of to draw from. Okay. Not even one you saw recently. I mean, like, would you want to meet the heptapods? Not even the fart from Rick and Morty. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely the fart from Rick and Morty, (laughs) but he was evil. Oh oh yeah, he was evil. (laughs) He was just one of his species. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I. I definitely a peaceful one. (laughs) I mean. I don't want a hostile one. Yeah. <laughs> no Romulans for you? <laughs> no Romulans. What about you? Um, what species I'd want to meet? Um, that's a good question, actually. I, I'm not going to say the Septipods because we just saw them, but um, definitely not Independence Day aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the second one that was like the the – the big floating, one? floating blue. No, the floating white sphere. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> we downloaded our entire right. consciousness into this. Oh yeah, that would that would actually be now that you brought that up in a second Independence Day, the sphere would be really cool, or just an energy based one. Because like I'd, I'd want to be someone that's not something I've seen a lot of. You know no, what, what I mean? about the? Do you watch future? You watch Futurama, right? Yeah. Or about the uh, energy one that was like obsessed with Star Trek? <laughs> or that. <laughs> Or something like that. That'd be pretty cool. I think the energy ones would be really interesting because I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of stuff on them if there is such a thing, but, you know. Yeah. What about you? All right. I've got two. Okay. If they're hostile, I want the aliens from Signs because I'm going after them with a water water pistol. Yeah. That was a a bad – that was the twist is that they were turning to acid. Yeah, I never saw that movie either, but – That movie was creepy. It was creepy, yeah. Until the ending. Mm-hmm. And they realize that, like, the aliens get burned by water. Yeah. yeah. 70% of the planet in water and uh, <laughs> whatever. Why would they not research that? Hey, well, if you're going to, you know. Yeah. Why research? Right. They're just here to kill us. Yeah, exactly. Um, peaceful, I would definitely say the Vulcans. Oh, cool. Because I think they are the most, uh, well, they're logical, so they're more likely to be more in control of their emotions, more peaceful. Yeah. Um, they're very much technologically advanced. And based on the interactions I've seen in the Star Trek First Contact movie, if they're like that, then definitely 
they'd be willing they're willing to help us move into the galactic community yeah that's true so, so that'd be progression for humans like there so yeah. i like the way you think sir i would definitely want something that like didn't look human at all oh yeah yeah you don't want to watch the uh, aliens from well you don't probably haven't seen it the aliens from v they're <laughs> they're human they're human yeah human and then they take off their mask and they're reptilians. Yeah. Which there's a whole conspiracy about the reptilians being in charge <laughs> of the government. Look at that. But I only watched V to show because Marina Bockard was in it. And I think she's like amazing. <laughs> the new the new one from like yeah. the 2000s. Uh, I only watched not it. Not the old ones. No, like I, I knew it was terrible. I only watched it because she was in it. So. We just went um, into negative time. Oh, what? We're going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode eight of Everybody's <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> no, I guess we're, we're going to talk to you about aliens yeah. <laughs> and missing time. Um, but we're going to call it there since, uh, you know, we're at two hours, two hours and six minutes, actually. So give us some more pad time there. I know. Um, yeah, Curtis, go ahead and give us the send off. I don't remember all of our stuff. <laughs> you can check us out at www.facebook.com forward slash Epic Breeze Podcast. You can email us at <laughs> epicbriefspodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. Please let us know how much the aliens are taking over your mind. Yeah, if you guys have any comments or whatever, yes, feel we, free to send them. We've decided that we're going to start trying to preview our stories. Yeah. Uh, because we know our, not stories, sorry, our podcast, our episodes. So that if topics. like, you know, topics. <laughs> Do like a so little that, teaser type Yeah, thing. teaser so that if uh, you have any particular topics you want discussed, if you have any particular things you want to tell us, we would love to know so that we can talk about it and discuss it. Um, you can tweet us at Epic, Epic Brief Podcast. <laughs> yeah, P-D-C-S-T. Uh, we are on Instagram at Epic Brief Podcast. And not forgetting um, SoundCloud.com. I can't remember that. Epic dash brief dash podcast and iTunes and Podcast Addict. Any streaming apps you use to listen to podcasts, we're on there. So And if the aliens are listening, check us out. <laughs> and and <laughs> tell your friends. And we, we want to be intergalactic stars number one. I, I think they tapped yeah, in, man. There's like a little bit of static on the on the <laughs> on, on the hour mark on this episode. Right. And I think they're trying to tap in. They're like, yeah. done. We don't want you talking about us anymore. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> you know too much. No. Oh, God. I don't want to know too much about aliens because they might eat us. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah, just like, you know, chime in. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. If you want to cover us to cover any other topics, that'd be cool. If you want me to not talk anymore about anything in particular. <laughs> Whatever. This is awesome. I actually want to have like a live line. That'd be pretty cool. It might, you know, I'll put my number out there or whatever. I don't care. If we can just kind of have a brief podcast. Yeah. If Joe we, in Seattle. If we could just feed it in. If people want to talk and they don't want to email, they could just call while we're recording. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be cool. What if we. Crap. Discuss we find this offline. What? Well, I was just going to. Yeah, we could. Save it for the podcast, though. All right, cool. Save it for the podcast. All right. <laughs> and thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.